Hi. Hello, friends, and welcome to our recap of Pride, the movie. Pride. I watched it last night, I also too, watched it last night. <laughs> just so I could, like, be fresh in my mind. Yeah. What did you think? It was good. I, I, I was, it was better than I thought it was. I wasn't really sure what to expect going into it. Um, yeah, I thought overall it was pretty good. Um, I'm not a big, like, history movie person. Hmm. But I, this wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, a documentary or anything. If it was a documentary, I'd probably no, fall yeah. asleep, not gonna lie. <laughs> um, but since it wasn't, and it was just kind of, like, a, based off a true story, and, like, had some, like, yeah. real characters from the real thing and all that stuff, like, it was kind of, like, more, like, ah, yes, it's kind of good. So, yeah, yeah, overall, I thought it was pretty good. It's probably one of my favorite movies. Like, I think I've watched it, like, five times in the last, like, two weeks. I always, like... What's funny is, like, I always try to watch it during Pride Month. It's, like, my Pride Month movie. And I always, like, forget. So I either watch it right before June or I'll forget and I'll watch it, like, the day after June. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I gotta watch Pride. I'll be like, wait, it's it's July 2nd. Shit. I did it again. Like, it always just tends to happen. So, but... I'm gonna remember this time. I'm gonna remember. I'm gonna make. I'm, I'm gonna put like an alarm on my phone or something. And be like, it's June first. Watch the fucking movie, so you at least say you could watch it during Pride Month. <laughs> yeah. No, but overall, I thought it was a nice movie. Solid. Sweet. Yeah. Love you were right about the captions. The accents were a bit hard to understand, so I did have. I told. On. Yeah. I had to put captions on because half time I'm like, oh okay, I don't know what's happening. Because sometimes my mom, would, my mom would be like, well, if we're watching it, she'd be like, what'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> So, I usually keep it with the captions on, but... Yeah. So, how was your week this week? How was my week? How was my week? Gosh. I don't remember. (laughs) Okay, I tried... Well, no, I succeeded, actually. In putting... In doing an all-nighter to work on my room two nights ago. Like, not last night, but the night before. I stayed up until maybe, I, I think I was like, I, I okayed myself to go to sleep like maybe at like 2.30, mm-hmm. almost 3. And I worked at 7, so I had to wake up at 5 anyway. Oh. So, yeah, I was like so out of it at work that day <laughs> um, or yesterday. But I, I worked on it and I got a little bit done. I trashed what needed to be trashed. And now what's left is like to put things in the boxes that need to ship mm-hmm. and put things in the bags or boxes that need to go to Goodwill or go to the garage. So, it's still a shit ton to do, um, but... Making progress. Hopefully, yeah, I have five days left to do that, not even. So, a little bad. <laughs> pretty, pretty bad. Uh, but I'm trying. I'm trying to go as quick as possible. But, um, I don't even know what happened this week other than that. Like, honestly, I don't actually fully remember let me see let me see i feel like i i i should write this shit down you know because yeah. <laughs> i always forget um i went to barnes and noble and i got some books cool for the hell of it um yeah no other than that, i have no idea you know what i haven't done yet though and it's kind of bugging me that i haven't done what? it yet because i keep forgetting about it i haven't finished the our sky episode for my school president really <laughs> i'm I so i don't know over why that. i was all over it because i watched part one mm. and uh i don't know if this is a spoiler it's probably not okay i watched part one 
of the second episode. Mm-hmm. And in it, they talk about like they're filming a thing like it's for a project and stuff. And each of the things they're filming for is a different thing. And I'm like, but it's a different thing in the fact that it's like BL related. And I'm like, oh! so I was like so excited to like watch this. And I was like, yes. And then I was like, okay, I'll watch that tonight. And, th- and then I <laughs> and, you didn't. and then I didn't so I yeah I need to sit down maybe tonight and watch it because I really want to watch it um and aside from that though the boss and the babe episode came out which I don't really care yeah. about since I didn't even finish it but aside from that the trailer or the promo for the bad Buddies I know I was gonna say bad buddies out. next week I haven't seen that though so <laughs> I'm so excited for the Mad Men. I, I did hear. No, I did hear that there might be a crossover between the Bad Buddy and the Thousand Stars episodes. Oh my god, if that's true, I'm so excited. Yeah, that might happen. I don't know for sure. I obviously will need to wait this upcoming week and next week. I can't believe there's only two left. I know. And good into this two I can actually watch. I haven't been able to watch any since the first one, so well actually no it no is. no the eclipse are, the eclipse are, but me, I haven't, I haven't been able to watch any since the well, eclipse. You, you haven't, you've chosen and, not to and watch my school president. <laughs> well, I have not chosen. <laughs> I would never willingly choose. Well, to you choose. have forgotten to then. Um, I have forgotten to. Um, but and then we each, we each had one that we could yeah, each other. Mine watch, was never let me which go. Was, and you yours, had never yeah. let me go, and I had my school president. Yeah. So, it's just these last two, and then we can actually yeah, like, can watch like, it and be like, did you see this? Show. Oh my god. Hell yeah. yeah. So, I really do want to watch My School President. When we, um, whenever we end up watching My School President for the podcast, because at some point mm-hmm. I need to have you watch that, um, we should, whenever we watch like any show that either of us has, whether it's me for My School President or you for mm-hmm. Never Let Me Go. We can watch the R Sky episode at the end of it. We can chalk that on at the end. There's no point doing a whole R Sky episode just for the yeah. two side episodes. For yeah, because we plan on doing it for the three we've both but, seen: the Eclipse, Bad Buddy, and A Thousand Stars. We'll just do yes. one big one with those three, and then when we finish one of the shows, Never oh, Let yeah. Me Go, um, My School President, what have you, we'll just tack it on at the end for a bonus round. And then go from there. Yeah, it should be good. Because once you watch the My School President R Sky episode, I do want I, I want to play like a guessing game with oh. you, but obviously we can't do it for a while. So because there's like a fun guessing game that I want to see, like if you can guess okay. certain things. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm excited. Like I haven't even watched the rest of it yet, and I'm still excited. Okay, about so it. you're like, oh, they gave it the guessing game. Bugging me. I want to. Okay. There's a guessing game. Well, a guessing game for like you, not for the show, but like for like this. It's just like a, ooh, while you watch it, see if you okay. can guess this. I have like, no idea what you're talking about because I'm not seeing the show. <laughs> It'll be, it was so fun because they were describing shit and then I was like, oh, that's this. Like, <laughs> so okay. like it's a thing. It's I, a I'll thing. take your word for it. <laughs> uh, It'll be fun. But um, honestly, I don't think anything else happened this week. Not that I know of. Um, more AT's promos came out for like the new album. I'm very excited about that. That's gonna be absolutely mental. I still haven't heard anything from the title track. Yeah, bouncy. Um, but I'm very excited to hear something from that, like whether it be from the teaser or something like that. I want, I want, I want, I want yeah. a vibe. You know, like I have no vibe of what the song is gonna sound like at all. I feel yet. Like it'll be it's very killing. bouncy. <laughs> 
I mean, you I d- hope. you think, but they could pull something out from under us and be like completely different. Oh no! In the comments underneath the the title track re- reveal for the name, everyone was like, "Let's go! It's time for the <laughs> ass shaker that is bouncy." <laughs> it's like it better be. Yeah. It's called bouncy. It's gotta be. <laughs> I am very excited, but we're not there yet. It's not until June sixteenth, I think, that it's released. So we have a we have some time. There's a new Stray Kids comeback that's coming first, but I don't know when that is. I just watched the teaser today, so. <sighs> anyway, how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty mad. Like, I mean, it wasn't like anything really bad happened. Nothing really good happened now. It was kind of just like a regular, boring work. Just like yeah. regular grind and all that stuff. I'm so tired of boring work weeks. <laughs> At least if something bad happened, there's a story to tell. But like, there's not even a story to tell. It's just work. Like, it was just a regular work. Nothing new and exciting happened. Or bad. Like, I didn't, nothing ha- Like nothing really happened. It was just, like, work and then... Yeah, so... I literally had nothing to share mm. about my week. There was nothing... There was nothing new! <laughs> like, there's nothing to tell. It was just boring and mad. Actually, and... I don't know if I said this last week, because I don't remember when I first watched it, but there's a new song out by a K-pop group called Black Swan. Did I mention that last week? The group's called Black Swan? Or the, yeah, oh. the, the Black so. Swan. I'm like obsessed now because I've been wanting to stand Black Swan for like a bit, but I haven't gotten really into any of the songs. Um, but they just came out with a new song called Karma, and it is nuts. Like I was, I was just checking out like who was on like the, the music show that I went to like this week. I was like, ooh, who's on it this week? Since I'm like subscribed to the YouTube channel that shows it, and I was like, oh, Black Swan's back. Oh, okay, and so I looked, and I was like. <gasps> Bruh, this song is sick. Like, I was losing my mind. But what's very different about Black Swan, very cool, is that they have one African-American member. Actually, two. One is half African-American. Um, uh, so the one who's African-American is from Senegal. Is that how you say it? And she was raised in Belgium. Oh. And the girl who's mixed, or she's biracial, um, she was born in the U.S., and let's see what's another member was i think there's another member who's brazilian and german and then there's another member who's indian oh cool absolutely nuts i was like watching i was like whoa this is like so cool so i am very happy that i can stand black swan now because i really like one of the songs so Mm. i'm like i'm in i will totally watch like shows and stuff like that yeah very cool i like the new song uh so that is something that happened this week because want to share that because that was a big part of my week i just keep clicking on videos from them now <laughs> nice boring boring ass week i know real boring <laughs> yeah we'll have a lot to share like after because it'll be what three weeks from that we're off for or two weeks that yeah, we're off like, for? yeah two i think you got two weeks yeah so we'll have a lot to share when we get Hopeful. back i mean what you think i have nothing planned during this you're, you're gonna be like and still i have nothing <laughs> i mean yeah i I, I know some things happen, but I don't know when that is, but it mm. might even be, like, later in the summer, so I have no idea if mm. it'll happen during the... I don't know. I'll have gone to Pride. I'll have gone to Super Mario World. Oh, um, yeah! You'll have things to share. I'll have a lot of shit to share, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, <laughs> Pride, the movie. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we um, start the movie. In London, 
Yes. And Mark is... Mark, that's uh, his name. Basically in his kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have to hear you too. I turned it down, but I didn't... <laughs> See, okay, so when I scroll through the episodes, I mute the actual episode or whatever. Because I don't need to hear that. I just need to hear you. Because <laughs> then it's getting confusing. Right, okay. And plus if you have caption on, you can just read the caption, so you don't really... That makes way more sense. Okay. Yes, tips. I fixed it. Okay. So Mark is in his kitchen. He obviously... um. Had a one night stand last night because uh, the other guy's still there. What? Like, hey, yeah. My, st- what did you? What did you even watch? This I movie? swear, I sent you a picture of it. I found it. <laughs> I do not remember. I, I, I thought the beginning was just a parade. No, there's a little bit right before it. Did you not watch? That I swear, that I no, I swear, <laughs> it was like two hours exactly, and I watched it all until the credits started rolling. Right. How, how long is this movie? Did you get like an extended cut or something? Two hours exactly. Okay, then no. Well, am I? Uh, I might be stupid. <laughs> okay, there was a part in the beginning where Mark is in the kitchen and he sees on t- on TV on his little TV that um uh the miners are striking. This is like you know what it is. I, it may have been I didn't put together that with Mark yet because since I didn't know who that was, I kind of like didn't put together they're the same person. That might okay. be it. So I kind of just like ignored that part or forgot it. it. That's I'm gonna blame it on that. Okay continue sorry but there's another guy there and he's like he's like hey i left my number um if you want to meet up at some other point and mark does not reply at all because he's like not really that interested he's way too focused on this story about the miners and mm. margaret thatcher on tv being like hey i should be a firm leader i fucking hate margaret thatcher <laughs> what i hate margaret thatcher <laughs> i actually oh no i have i have issues with him too later on actually there there was a moment I I noticed and then no, I not told Mark. What? I love Mark. What are you talking? Wait, not Mark. <laughs> who, who did you just say? Margaret Thatcher. The, the oh, I think it's Mark. Uh, and then his last name was like Atha or something, right? No, it's Ashton. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I, it starts with an A. I swear to God. Okay. He, no, here it is. Okay, I have an issue with him later on that I kind of like was like, ooh, that's not like it, I, I, we'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. It's a little. I'm, it's one is one is kind of hypocritical, but also it's kind of like, ooh, that's not good. Uh, we'll Don't we'll worry, get I'm ready to counteract it. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. The amount of shit I've watched with this movie, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. okay, continue. Anyway, move on to the other people. So he gets kind of a spark in his eye, kind of an idea. He grabs some buckets and heads out. And then one of my parade. favorite movies that I saw this um, when I first saw this movie, I thought, oh, it's gonna be this kind of movie. This is gonna be fun. Is when he's walking through his uh, apartment area here and the guy is like i've spoken to the police about your deviant parties or something like, or i've spoken to the council about your deviant parties he's like there's no need to do that we'll just knock on the door we'll let you in and i remember that part okay that part i remember i remember that and the part guy's like he's like they're sending the police like i, I do hope so <laughs> yeah okay yes okay see see now i'm remembering things now we're remembering that, that, things. that was when i realized her, i was like okay here that, that that's character we're following Okay. That is the character we're following. Yes. He's got all these buckets and he's heading out. Yes. He then cut to Joe, otherwise known as Bromley. Bromley, yes. Yes, because he's from Bromley, so they call him Bromley. Oh, I thought his last name was Bromley. No, he's from oh. Bromley. Um, I that's Bromley his. That's the that's the area of London that he's from, I believe. I don't know if Bromley's in London or not. I'm not entirely sure. Um. And it's his birthday. He's getting presents. He's opening presents. He's got a camera, which will come into yes, play he's later. He's turning 20, correct? 20. 
And then at the end, he turns 21. Correct. Yes, okay. We're all going somewhere. Bromley's not catching a train as well. I'll just call him Bromley because I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah, Bromley. It's fine. Bromley is catching the train as well. Everyone's heading somewhere. And where they're heading is, in fact, Pride Parade. It's more of a march. It's the Pride March. Um, because this is the 80s and it's not a parade, really, yet. It's more of a march because it was like that back then. Um, let's see. We got everyone marching in Pride. They got the cool-ass signs with, like, you know, fighting for equality, things like that. Yep. Bromley kind of gets pushed into it. <laughs> and yeah. He's like, shit, I didn't mean to, like, because he's a bit nervous about it being, you know, first March, first Pride, first time, like, out in the gay community. It can be a little int- intimidating. Um, I remember my first Pride, I was, like, a little nervous because I was like, oh, God, this is, like, I don't know, what what, are, what am I going to have to do? What are, but it's just a parade, so... Especially in WeHo, it's just fun. You just like walk down the sidewalk yeah. and it's like, let's just watch the parade. But obviously in the 80s, not like that. Mm-hmm. So then we meet Mike, who's got one of the signs and he's waiting for everyone else. No one's here yet. So he's given him half the sign and the yes. sign just says, queers, better blatant than latent. And, he, and meanwhile, <laughs> while he's holding this, Bromley's like, I mean, I, I didn't want to be too visible. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, and oh, it's well. got this giant block letters just on this side. So, bit visible now. Yeah, he says he's actually from Bromley, and the train it's further out than people think. So maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I should go. Trying to talk his way out of it. Yeah. So he can go home. But then everyone else starts coming in, and we meet like five billion people at once. It's a bit chaotic. Yeah, um, they're the big group, and then yeah. Yeah, this is. This is how you see, like, um, it's like, oh, wow, these people are just, like, all together in one group. And then Mark shows up with his buckets. Yes, Mark is there. Steph, I think, is there. That's her Steph name. is there. Steph. Steph is there. Jeff is there. And Jeff. Mike is there. Okay, which one's Jeff and which one's Mike? Jeff is the one that uh, all the little kids liked playing with his hair. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. 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 So they've all shown up. So Mark has an idea. He's like, we could maybe help the mining communities. We've got buckets. Let's collect some money. It's a great idea, right? <laughs> he says, get, he's like, what do I do with this banner? He's like, give it to the lesbians. They love a banner. <laughs> Which I find pretty funny. Yeah, you see a lot of people with the signs that say burn in hell and people saying disgusting and things like that. Because that's what it was like in the 80s. Yeah. Fix my mic here so that it is correct volume. <clears throat> and then he jumps in and gives a hand. Thank goodness. All right. So we've thrown ourselves in. We are now helping the miners. Let's go, bitches. <laughs> yeah, then it's, it's like the montage with like cl- doing everything with the collecting money and... Not yet. <laughs> oh, never mind. That's way further in. <laughs> really? I thought it was like right away. Bro, what movie were you watching? I swear I paid attention. <sighs> okay, what happened? No. Okay. Hang on, it's maybe a, I forgot things. What else happened? It's, like, it's the party now. There's like a party at the like upstairs up from the bookshop. There's a bunch of people there, and it's where yes, Joe yes, really yes. first meets Steph. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, that's when you sent. That's when you sent me the picture. This this shot yes. right here was when you sent me the picture. <laughs> he says, "I've never I've never met a lesbian before." <laughs> Poor sweet Brumley. He brings up that. It's his birthday today, and that he's 20. And she was like, 
you're not allowed to like be walking around here then saying that you're 20 because 21 is the legal age for gays and lesbians at that time homosexuals in general um which is which I did not interesting know that. yes I did not know that was that's very interesting isn't it like so what if you're 16 you can like go around and do shit that any normal legal person would be able to do because 16 is 18 is now the drinking age i think in the uk i don't know if this has to do with drinking what i don't even know i it's weird because it's like they were like yeah you know you're still a minor i'm like he's 20 years old and then yeah exactly but i was like wait i'm so confused (laughs) Uh, yeah so apparently if you're gay that you, you had to be 21 before you can be like yeah see totally like it's sucky time for the lgbtq community we then go down to the bookshop where we talk more about um, the minor strike and everything like that. Mark is trying to get everyone to uh, join in because he's like, hey, the police aren't really here much these days. You want to know why? It's because they're over there messing yeah. with the minors. And I love his sentiment because it's like, yeah, like, obviously, we all we all get this shit all the time. So why should we be happy that someone else is getting this shit and we're not? Like, if someone else is getting this shit, we should help them because we get mm-hmm. it. We understand what what it's like, even though they're two very different things. Like one is like the LGBTQ plus community, and the other is like coal miners from like very conservative areas. Yeah, a lot of people start walking out because they don't want to help because they've you know they've been ostracized by people from you know their own hometowns where maybe there were coal mines and stuff like that. They're like, of course not. Miners aren't going to help us. Why would we help them? Yeah, but I've always what i've always loved about this and what i've always loved about mark is that it's like i who cares like if they wouldn't do this for us the point is we're doing it for them and in a show of solidarity with another community maybe they'll show that in return that's not what we're thinking about right now we're just thinking about helping mm-hmm. because that's the right thing to do i love that we pull in some people we've got a list everyone we've got the founding members of Yes, and like support the, the, hand, the handful of main characters. The handful yeah. main characters. They are our founding members of lesbian gays support the minors. And Steph says, like, terrific, let's montage. bring down the government. And then, yeah. Yes, I remember that, yes. <laughs> it's a great quote. <laughs> um, yes, then is the montage. We've, then the montage. We try yes. calling. They hang up as soon as they hear the name of the support group. <laughs> yes. So it seems like they're doing good collecting the money, but they just don't ha- have a good time actually giving them the money. Like, they're, it's hard to... Exa- yeah, they're collecting money. They can get a bunch of money for this. But mm-hmm. the mining union just won't take it. <laughs> yeah, because, knowing who it's from. Yeah, because it's from lesbians and gays. So, and Mark's like, I'm not going to, like, just give it to them anonymously. We're not just going to hide. Because, like, at that time, it's like, why hide? You know, it might as well, like, just be like here like this is from us specifically yeah okay and this is one of my problems is it okay so it kind of shows that he like he because you were talking about earlier we're like oh yeah he just wants to he cares about helping the minor than Mm -hmm. everything but then when it came down to oh we could just give it to them anonymously and then we could still be helping them without them knowing it's us Mm -hmm. and he's like no we can't do that they need to know it's from us which on the one hand i kind of guess like you know trying to like you know the minors and lgbtq have a common enemy with the police and all that i get that but also it kind of shows that he he doesn't really want to help them if he's not get if it's not really helping himself as well 
there's a scene later when he's actually talking to all of them, and he says, like, oh, yeah, no, like, um, like, yeah, like, you, you, we're not asking for anything in return, we're just trying to help you, and it's, like, goes back to this scene where I'm just like, no, but he didn't really, like, like, the point is to give, be giving the money, the, the miners to help them, and I feel like him not even wanting to do it in the non like, knowing it would probably work and they'd have it, rather than, you know, it just, it, it kind of felt a little hip one hell hypocritical when he talked about it later, but also just, like, it felt like, a little, like, like, he, he was expecting something in return. Like, it kind of shows a whole, like, selfish, selfless act of giving the money and stuff. To me, at least. I see what you mean. Um, and I think that's part of his character. Yeah, like, he's a human. He's obviously gonna want, like, something in return. But it's less about what he wants in return and what he, then, more than it is what he wants for the community in return. Because mm-hmm. if you just just giving the money to the miners, yes, they'd get it. And yes, it might help. But also, if you try to tell them who it was from, or if you never said who, or, or if you they hear who it's from, they're not going to really do anything about it. They're not just going to turn around and be like, oh, thank you, we'll help you now. You got to really show the solidarity. You got to be like, yeah, we are helping you even as who we are right now yes we're gays and lesbians and obviously like you guys have misconceptions about us but we are helping you and so we want Mm -hmm. you to see that we are not you know the enemy here we're not who these horrible misconceptions that you make of us and i think if he didn't do it and i think he was just like let's just give it to them anyway i don't think as much of a difference would have been made in history from no yeah no, I do agree with that. It just like well, watching it the first time, I was kind of like that. It seemed like it, it. It almost seemed like he had like a another agenda of trying to help like LGSM, and like I I get that that he wants to like you know promote that and you know do all that stuff. And again, he, I think in his mind he wants LGSM and the miners to work together against the police mm. because they right now it's a like enemy of my enemy is my friend. And yeah. Right now they both have the same enemy of the police, and it's like that's what they were trying to do. But yeah, it just like first time watching, I was kind of like. Yeah, this kind of feels like he he's also out for himself as well too, um, or the community and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, no, again, I get that if this hadn't happened, this whole movie wouldn't have happened, and like you know all the stuff in history and you know all that. So yeah. it wasn't that big of an issue. It was something I didn't notice watching. I was like wanted to point out. Yeah, he's a very big like um, as someone that later on at some point I think it's in the gay bar calls him a commie when he steps on stage. So he's very much that's kind of who he is he wants everybody to be equal everybody to be helped everybody to be like on like equal footing he is very much a big activist in that Mm. sense of the word so as long as it helps them he'll do it and as long as it helps someone else he'll do it as well so now we've got an idea so they're not taking the money the miners are not taking the money at least the mining union is not taking the money so yes. now we have an idea. What if we just give it to one specific mining town? Maybe they'll take the money. <laughs> and like the whole mining union won't, obviously. And we can't get through to them because they've got, you know, secretaries upon secretaries. And it's very hard to get through to someone who will actually yeah. take the money. So why don't we just call the town hall of just any little mining community? And they ended up calling someone... They end up calling a town hall in Wales. I think the town is called Onloin. I don't know because I don't know how to speak Welsh. (laughs) 
there's a lot of consonants in Welsh words, so I apologize if I, you know, say any of this wrong. Um, Welsh is very interesting. But we've got Gethin, who helps um, find a mining town for them, because he is from Wales. He says he hasn't been back yes. there in about 16 years because of obvious reasons. Um, yeah, I have something to say about him later on. Oh, that, do you? I'm kind of that didn't happen. Yeah. <gasps> oh, okay, I'm very excited to hear it. Um, let's see. So he helps them find him, figure out, you know, where the mining is, where the mining towns are, and they find a town and give them a call. And I really, I find it hysterical that, like, I'm, okay, I'm literally fast-forwarding five seconds by five seconds by five, and it's, like, the whole scene of her just walking towards the phone in the town hall. It takes her, like, a good 30 seconds to get to the phone, and it's really cute. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, what I do like is that you can kind of hear in the phone, I've noticed, uh, later on, when Dai meets them in the next scene or so, um, he says, you get a garbled message over the phone. We weren't even sure what their group was called. And you can actually hear on the phone them speaking, and it's kind of garbled. And you, can, you can't really hear them say lesbians. Yeah. So I like that little detail that they included in there. So to make it... Yeah, so it was actually garbly and not yeah. just them making it up to, you know... Exactly. Yeah. And obviously it works, because they're all happy and cheering afterwards. And now we're waiting for one of the men from the village to come meet us at a cafe. And he does say, LGSM, what does that stand for? So yeah. obviously he did not know. <laughs> yeah, I think he says he thought the L stood for London or yeah, something. Yeah, he did. He thought the L stood for London. Um, and, I mean, who knows who would have come down or if anyone would have come down if they did hear lesbians and gay sports minors over the phone. Um, yeah. Can't tell that for real. But honestly, I think they would have because I think, I mean... He would have. I don't know if he brought it up to the council if they would have voted for them to take it. No. Um, yeah. But he seems like a very upstanding person. Uh, yeah, a lot of these people do seem very like supportive and very yeah. like chill, like with whatever. Yeah. And once you start really to learn more like, about like people who are different from you, you your bias starts to go away. It's like, oh no, this is just another person I know. They're sweet, yeah. you know. So they become more knowledgeable and more supportive throughout the movie, which I really like. Um, he's like, obviously, you know, I am surprised by this, but like, thank you very much for the money. Absolutely. We'll take it. And, um, he said, go say thanks to your community for me. And he, and Mark's like, mm, how about I'll do you one better? How about you come to my bar <laughs> and you thank them yourself? So yeah, he, we head to the bar, we head to the gay bar and he steps on stage to say thank you to everyone. Um, Obviously, with the misconceptions that the gay people have as well, um, he's kind of like, oh, like jeered at and stuff like that. So it's a minor. Like, they probably don't like us. And even Jonathan at one point was like, if you don't like it, you can go home. He's like, no, I do like it. (laughs) I'm having a wonderful time. Yeah. (laughs) So that kind of shuts him up. Yeah, I did like them showing like that side as well. Yeah. It's not just like the minors against the LGSM, but also kind of like we see them also not thrilled with the miners and like we kind of see both sides of that exactly which i like i really enjoyed that i like um that's like yeah yeah yeah. obviously the mining communities here are some of the mining communities at least are very like you know conservative and don't really support the community or anything like that but also there's the other side of you know since you know a lot of gays and lesbians at this time were you know I don't know what the word is like bigoted against I don't know the word but um mm. 
because of that, they have bad history with people like that. So they're obviously not going to be kind yeah. towards the minors either. But all these preconceptions and misconceptions about people um, start to get erased when you learn more about who people are. So I do appreciate that they're doing that. He does quite well for himself on stage. He makes some jokes. It's very well done. <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, it really does boil down to this one sentence. I've always really liked this sentence. Is when you're in a battle against an enemy so much bigger, so much stronger than you. That's to find out you never, you had a friend never knew existed. It's the best feeling in the world. I love that because it's like, yeah, yeah, we might be different from each other. We might like even not like each other some of the times, but it's just genuinely nice when you find out you have, you just find someone that supports you that you didn't even realize would have done. Yeah. And it goes back to the whole thing I've been saying where the enemy of my enemy is my friend type. Exactly mantra which is essentially what they have really is that they might not get along and we kind of see that pretty much throughout the show or movie but um they have a common enemy and they're like hey let's work together rather than not exactly we do see as well in the scene uh a lesbian couple pop up and be like so you're the only girl in the group and she's like that's right i'm the l and they're like hmm so we might have two new members <laughs> that join us maybe yeah that's like, yeah. <laughs> what's in the face <laughs> i mean no i mean i mean they they start off as members but then later and then they, they break up yeah thing. they do yeah so it's like not really members they but. do but yeah they remember then they break off and want to make their own group so yeah and we also see during this scene that Joe slash Bromley uh, suggests that he be their new photographer because Mark said they were looking for a photographer. And he's like, I just got a camera for my birthday, which we saw. And I can do that. And I really like that he's the one who gets to do that because then all, you see all the photos later. Granted, you see all the photos later, mostly in a negative light once they're found. Um, yeah. And but I do like that all those photos just like contributed to this entire journey. It's so interesting you guys took all those photos we now go to wales and we see yes. sean going into the town hall here while they're having a meeting she was originally just gonna be packing parcels and oh yes i like yeah her. i like her she's pretty awesome and she was gonna be packing parcels and cooking and doing all that stuff but she overhears this whole conversation with the committee about whether they should let lgsm come to their, you know, celebration for the people and the groups that have supported them, all the support groups that they invited. And she's like, what? I don't see what the problem is. Like, you've invited all the other support groups. They've raised the most money. Invite them. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, why wouldn't we? And everyone else is like, hmm, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. But she's very much from the beginning. She's like, what's the problem? I see no issue here. Mm-hmm. We also see the one with the biggest problem that we see during the scene is Maureen. Oh, with, oh, is that the bitch with the ugly haircut? The bitch with the ugly haircut. That's her. yes, yes, her. I don't like her. No one does. <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah, she's sucks. horrible. Um, she's really the only one that we see during the scene, at least so far, that has a major problem with it, and she's like. It's the it's it's not me. I don't have a problem with it, but it's the men. You can't bring a bunch of gays into a working men's club. It's like Yeah. Girl, it's not that big an issue. Like, come on. So Sean goes home, tells her husband, she's like, 
uh, I'm on the committee now. Like I was telling, I, I told him to invite them and her husband kind of gets pissed about it and is like, why would you like do that? And she's like, well, you bigot now? <laughs> like, where did this come from? Yeah. And so she's on the committee now. She's not in the canteen anymore. She's, she's on the committee. So that's exciting, which is good because she has a great, great brain. Mm-hmm. We now cut back to London with all the members of LGSM getting on the bus. The giant bus that yep. says out loud on it. <laughs> and we are going to head to Wales. Gethin, meanwhile, is staying behind. We know he has some past trauma with Wales and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, and growing up there. And uh, he's kind of left behind here to clean the graffiti that someone sprayed all over the shop window yeah so they're having a tough time um speaking of actually i do want to mention this this is one of the fun historical facts that i have uh the bookshop gays the word is still open and it is in london yes it is in london and um i found that pretty cool i found some pictures of it but i don't know if i saved them Mm, i didn't save them i'm a dummy um but yeah, it's available in London, and I wish I had known that when I was there like, recently, because I would have immediately gone. I do really want to go there one day, so. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Mm, it's still open, and they sell the, I think they sell the shirts still that everyone wore to the Pits and Perverts concert or event later on mm. in the movie. They were all selling shirts, and you can buy those shirts, which I find pretty cool. And now, back in Wales, Sean is trying to put up posters for lgsm's appearance night they're like lgsm's coming support group tonight Started an answer. <laughs> i don't know if i got it it's gone now so then there's a support okay, group going. tonight so she put it on a piece of paper and stapled it to the board and her friend's like you should have done that a bit earlier i feel like more people would have known about it if it was done earlier she's like i did do it earlier yeah, keep saying it down. People keep tearing it off, and it's pissing me off. And we, I think we know who keeps tearing it down, judging by her judgmental slamming of the cigarette mm, trays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And while she does that, Sean puts like 50 billion staples into this thing to make sure it stays. I think what she should have done is not just do the outside, but do the middle as well. Just a bunch of little middle pieces, because then it'd be way harder to take off. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, like if you staple early everything. But then you also might be harder to read, too. They're stapled in that. But no, I yeah, I, I can get what you mean. Oh yes, oh yes. My fa- this is probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. I quote this all the time, and it's when we're singing "Every Woman Is a Lesbian at Heart." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This is my favorite part. It's so funny. It's my favorite part, but it's like I quote this all the time, and I just love the fact that one of the guys is like, "Well, you can't just make generalizations like that." My mom's not lesbian. She's like, "How do you know?" He's like, "How do I know my mom's not lesbian?" <laughs> really. And I like that at the end of the song, they include... Um, yeah, they add in, like, even his Including mom. Reggie's mom. <laughs> Every woman is a lesbian at heart, including Reggie's mom. <laughs> I love that. That made me laugh. No, I thought that was funny. So hard when I first watched it. All right, we have made it to Wales. We got a bit lost uh, because yes. imagine life before GPS. You had to read the map. <laughs> the book of maps. <laughs> uh, I could never. <laughs> Too many lines there. My brain would not be able to read that. <laughs> no. I need Siri to be like, turn left. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've made it to the village. We've made it to the town hall. And <laughs> Gwen comes out and says, die, your gays have arrived. 
So I remember that. Yeah, that was funny. I quote that every day too. <laughs> There's a few quotes from this movie that I'll just say all the time, just out of nowhere. And we meet, uh, everyone meets each other. We got Daimi introducing everyone between everyone. Yeah. And he says, okay, so one of you is going to go up and make a speech. And they were like, since when? <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't know we had to make a speech. And Mark's feeling a little little more skittish than he usually does here since this is a more conservative yeah he knows that he's like oh who wants to take charge i'm like like, aren't you yeah he was like does anybody else feel like appointing themselves leader (laughs) other than me (laughs) and uh he's like yeah i I mean it makes sense i mean he had him to give the speech at at his exactly he was going to anyway he was going to anyway he was just like oh god do i have to (laughs) yeah but he does so he hops up on stage to uh introduce himself and the group and tries to make a few jokes and doesn't go well. <laughs> nope. It doesn't come across with this crowd. This is a little bit of a crowd that doesn't work with the jokes here. Um, not used to LGBT jokes. And pretty much once he's done with the speech and the music starts up again, a lot of people get up and leave because they don't want to be yeah. in the same area as them. Oh, some parts of this movie are hard to watch. <laughs> Now, we're back home, and Dai's hoping, he says he, he says to his wife, he's like, I hope that, like, you know, once everyone's mushed in together, we'll start to mix, it'll start to, it'll start to be way easier. His wife looks a little doubtful. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know, but we'll see. So, as they're sleeping over, Mark says, we are not going anywhere. Because, like, a lot of people are like, why don't we leave? Like, like, why don't... Come yeah. on, we're done. Like, I was like, I'm not talking about running away, you know? Just a dignified exit. He's like, no, I came here as a member of LGSM to help this place as best I could. This is the farthest we've gotten. I'm not leaving now. I'm coming here with what I set out to do. And everyone agrees, thankfully. No one leaves. Everyone's like, you know what? Me too. Me too. I will stay. We go on a field trip to a castle. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Castle. Yeah, that's cool. Very cool. Um, have you ever been to a castle? Probably yes, but not like a like. I don't think I've ever been to like a. I don't. I. No, no. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I I I think I have, but I don't remember like. Mm. Because I've never been to, like, you know, like, Europe or anything. So, like, Europe, maybe in Canada. I don't know if there are castles in Canada, but I've been there. I don't know. But, like, I feel like I've I've been, like, familiar Mm -hmm. to a castle or maybe, like, rubble. I don't know. So, I'm going to say no because I can't remember it. I've been to one castle in my life. Ooh. It was when I visited my grandma. I think she lived at a different, she lived at a different house than she does now. But it was right near her, her house, kind of. We, like, drove down the street and... Up on a hill, there was a castle. Huh. Oh, cool. Hike up to it and uh, just visit it. I thought it was very interesting. It looked very much like this one, actually, where you lo- they have, like, stone steps everywhere up to it and everything. Mm. Very cool. I always suggest yeah. to everyone, go visit a castle one day. <laughs> yeah. Very cool thing. And I love this. We have a conversation between Mark and Dai um, about, you know, activism and things like that and supporting people. And I love this conversation. And Mark says, I've always thought about this. What's the point of supporting gay rights, but nobody else's rights? What's the support? What's the point of 
supporting workers' rights but not women's rights. Like it's always never made sense mm-hmm. to me, which I absolutely love that that mindset. I try to have that mindset. Um, and he Dai brings up that there's a lodge banner that they have stowed away. They only bring it out for special occasions where it has two hands that are clasped in a show of solidarity, a handshake of, you know, I support Mm -hmm. me or I support you, you support me, whoever you are, wherever you come from. And that's what the movement should mean, what any movement should mean, you know? And that banner comes back around at the end, which I love to see. They brought it out for the special occasion. I was thinking of that. I'm like, yeah, I think that was the same one at the end. Same one. And so they brought it out for the special occasion. That was pride. So love that. And then we see police coming in, bringing in a lot of the miners that they've just picked up and are bringing into custody. And they're like, no, they, they, they can't do that. That's completely illegal. They can't just see you just standing around, not like the look of you, and just start bringing you into prison. That's yeah. not how it should be allowed to work. It's completely illegal. So with the knowledge that the gay community yeah. has about dealing with police and everything they're like don't worry we've dealt with this this is how you can deal with it and they're like this is obviously illegal so what you do is you go and you say this and Deshaun's like gotcha and so she heads and she does straight to the police station and is like you're not allowed to do this you need concrete evidence or you have to let them go without in 24 hours and they release them they let them go which is great everyone's having a fun time in the bar after being released from custody when LGSM comes in with all their stuff they brought to pack in parcels to send to the, probably the pickets, those, you know, jackets and food and stuff like that for communities that are doing worse. And a couple of the people are like, you know what, I'm out. You know, I'm not going to hang out here if there's gay people in the bar. (laughs) And I'm going to leave. And... The others, there there are a couple people that were that are like, what do you mean they helped get us out? I thought Sean got us out. And they're like, well, yeah, she got you out because they told her what to say. They, yeah. They're the ones who imparted the knowledge that you could be released. And he goes, fair play? And he buys him a beer and he shakes his hand. Because of you I, I, I like that. Yeah, that part where he's like, okay, fair enough. I'm like... Exactly. Yeah. Because that's what you do. If someone helps you out, you don't go, well, fuck you. No. <laughs> you shake their hand and say yeah absolutely thank you <laughs> and that's kind of the beginning of you know the two communities kind of meshing mm-hmm. how many ants you got with you <laughs> it's another one yeah it might be yeah. the same one i just knocked them down it's a big one too it's fat oh gross okay see but it's like i'm not on a flat surface where i can hit it so okay now it's going in hole. okay i'll have this ready for it but okay continue this is the beginning where you see the two communities start to mesh and start to like yeah. really be able to you know sit in the same room as each other at the very least. And we cut to basically just like the town hall with everyone hanging out, everyone talking to each other and getting to know each other. And mm-hmm. I love Gwen here with the with the lesbians. And she's like, are you yes. all vegetarians? That's a- I love that that's the most shocking thing that she has heard about lesbians. Yeah, she's like, I heard something about lesbians. Are they all ve- vegetarians or whatever? And like, <laughs> like, there's no way. Vegetarians? And yeah. They're like, actually, we're vegans. She's like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> that's the most absolute shocking thing she's heard. And I find that so adorable. That's so sweet. It kind of makes me miss my grandma for some reason. Because like, 
not just be, not really because like they're alike but because like it's an old british lady it makes me go oh i miss my yeah. grandma or not british but welsh but I, I also like the part where she's like so what i want to know is you live together like husband and wife but what i want to know is yeah <laughs> she, and everyone's then, like and oh yeah she's gonna say who's the husband and who's the wife like everyone always does yeah and then she's like which one does the housework and they're like oh actually I, it's, it's not what i thought you were gonna That's, say yeah <laughs> All right, then. Uh, it's like, uh, honestly, from what I've seen, it's like usually you contribute together to the housework. It's kind of like, you know, if, it's like if you live with a roommate, just be like, oh, I'll do the dishes today if you want. Like, yeah. Just right. a normal thing. But back in the 80s, obviously, especially like 80s in South Wales or something like that. It's more like all the, the wife does all the work and things like that. So, yeah. And we cut to Miss Maureen with the shit haircut. <laughs> oh my god, the bitch with the ugly the haircut. The bitch with the ugly haircut. That's what she's gonna be called from now on. Um, yeah, that, I didn't know her name. I just, that's why I referred to her as. <laughs> oh gosh. But she says that she doesn't want to host any of them staying over because she's concerned about AIDS. And they're like, what? Like, she's like, no, no, no. It's very, it's very serious. Like, the government is talking a lot about it. It's a very serious matter. And they're like, oh my god, okay, if you get AIDS, I will nurse you myself. But how you're going to get AIDS from a couple of sleeping bags in New York Session, I don't know. Because, like, yeah. that's not how you get it, dude. But back then, people were very misinformed about it as well. They just thought, oh, mm-hmm. gay people have it. They could impart it on me. Like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. It's just another sexually transmitted disease. It's just more dangerous. And they're like, oh, they're getting along very well in there. I don't know what your problem is. And she's like, Mm, doesn't look like it and so we go outside and they're actually not sitting together at all like yeah it, it's actually not as meshed as we thought it was everyone's sitting on opposite sides of the room we got the gay people on one side we got the heterosexual people or the minors on the other side and mm. she walks straight up to one of them and just goes get over there and find a gay or lesbian right now yeah <laughs> and he's like i don't want to give them the wrong idea and she's like right because you're so irresistible <laughs> i love her i love her so much she played Umbridge as well in Harry Potter, and Umbridge was. You've never seen Harry Potter. We've we've had this have conversation. We? Yeah, I know. We have. God damn, you need to watch Harry Potter. You I would, haven't seen a lot of movies. You would also hate Umbridge. Trust me, everyone does. It's like a universal. It brings us all together. Umbridge is just horrible. Um, she plays Umbridge, and so like seeing her in a role where she's like nice and kind of funny, like it's nuts. It's weird. <laughs> Umbridge yeah. is a bitch. <laughs> And now everyone's dancing on the dance floor. Well, every all the women are dancing on the dance floor. No men are really dancing. And he's like, "Why are where are all the guys?" And she's like, "Oh, they can't dance. Like Welsh men, they can't move their hips. <laughs> Welsh men don't really dance." And he's like, mm, "I want to show them what they're missing." And he has a whole ass dance routine that he does. Yeah. <laughs> throughout the entirety of the bar, and everyone loves it. Everyone stands up and claps afterwards. And I was like, "Hell yeah, yeah, let's go!" So. This is kind of bringing people together. Everyone's getting closer. It's, it's, it's good to see. Yeah. So we see Carl, I believe his name's Carl, um, talking to Jonathan off in the distance. And his friend is like, what the hell are you talking to him for? Like, we're still a little iffy here. And he's like, I'm going to have dance lessons. He's like, you're going to learn to just hop about like that? Come on. That's like, you can, no. And, and he's like, okay. I'm not going to sit around wishing I could speak to Debbie Thomas and wish I could yeah. speak to all the pretty girls out there or 
I could do what he just did and get their attention with dance. Like, yeah. why not? Like, let, let him impart his knowledge on me. And it's like, hell yeah. His fr- I, I like that yeah. his friend later is like, <laughs> I know, and then he later he's like, I'll teach me how to dance. Like, never mind, can I learn how to dance, please? Yeah, I like that. Then we got the bitch with the ugly haircut, talking shit. <laughs> and she's like, obviously people are gonna start talking about this. We're gonna we're gonna get made fun of. Your father would never have stood for this, which I don't we've never met their father because he's dead. Well he's dead, I'm assuming. He is dead. Yeah. However, I don't trust her as much as I trust Cliff, who we met earlier. Cliff's the br- Cliff was the brother of the dead guy? Yes. And okay, he says bad. later on that his brother wouldn't have, like, thought like that. He's like, if this is what you think my brother would have done, you're wrong. And I'm like, I trust him more than I trust, <laughs> more than I trust her. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> and if he believes that his brother would do good, then I genuinely think his brother would do good. And Joe is going to be sleeping in Sean's house. And her husband kind of goes like, hi, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. She's like, you don't, you don't need to do that. He knows you're heterosexual. <laughs> and now we are back in London. Joe has entered his house being like, oh, I'm back from the pastry. Pastry. Ex- extra school thing. The, <laughs> the residential course of pastry. And he has pastries to back that up because the group gave him pastries. <laughs> Smart. Very smart. We're continuing that lie. Because we have to. Um, We also see another montage of how things are going in the meantime. So, packing parcels over in Wales and everyone's fighting on the pickets. Over in London, we have Joe exchanging his um, discography. He's taken a bunch of his, uh, what are they, fuck it, records? I have records, I should know that. Um, He's taken a bunch of his records down. And putting up new ones, ones that he's maybe heard at the club or ones that he's more exposed to now that he's around other gay people. Hmm. So we see, I do like how much we see him change throughout the movie as well. Like very slowly, very little by little, but we do see him change a little bit and become more confident. We see him smiling a lot more. I love character development, even though this is like not a character's real person, but like I love to see development in people. Collecting more money, printing more pictures. We are hiding the pictures and all of our memorabilia in the book book of children's rhymes and nursery rhymes. Oh, that one? one? Yes, it's a book of nursery rhymes, which is why she Mm. reaches for it in the later part. Yeah, we see later. We see later on. Uh, But he hides it in there because he figures no one's ever going to open this book, at least not while I'm here. Like, it's nursery rhymes. I'm fine. However, his sister has a baby. So we see that come to fruition a bit later. Yeah. But that is his hiding spot for all the photos he's taken for LGSM. It is now Christmas time. Stand Christmas. Um and basically like a couple of them are like, I'm not going home. There's no way I'm going home for Christmas. I left home for a reason. And let's see. Joe has gone home for Christmas. And meanwhile, her, her his sister and her husband and the baby are there, and his husband. Yep. sucks <laughs> her husband sucks <laughs> yeah. he's kind of a dick we see he makes an aids joke it's not cool it's honestly yeah. kind of a dick which is said later thankfully and we also see jonathan and gethin's house and 
we get a call from Havina in Wales. And she's like, oh, thank him for the beautiful card that he made us. It's so sweet. And it's basically a picture of Jonathan, like, naked. Like, he drew himself naked. With, like, a stocking over his With a yeah. stocking over his <laughs> She's like, my husband loves it so much. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And she notices that he has a Welsh accent. She's like, oh, you from, oh, you from Wales. He's like, oh, yeah, it was a long time ago. I haven't been back in a while. And she, I believe she says Merry Christmas in Welsh. I don't know if she says Merry Christmas or something else. It might be Merry Christmas. I don't know. Let me, let me double check that actually. But this is what I want to talk about. I thought that she was going to be his mother. Oh yeah. No, this isn't a drama. You've been watching too many dramas. (laughs) I know, but I thought it would have been like a really cool connection because it's like, I don't know. Because she's like, oh, did I pick up a little Welsh accent? And they kind of like hinted at that and then it would have been like, I don't know. Yeah. I thought that would have been cool. That was I see what you mean, but that's that's so drama. I can tell, like, if you watch so many dramas, because, like, that's something that totally would have happened in a VL. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that would have been so good, though. It would have been such, like, a twist, because, like, I don't know. True, but the reason he hasn't been home in, in years is because his mom rejected him, so. Yikes. Did she reject him, or did he run away just, like, out of, like, fear, or, like, I actually, we don't know fully. Because it's because kind of, when they reunite, spoiler alert, mm. um, she's fine. Like, there's no, like, real issue there. So it's like, we don't, I mean, at least I remember what I remember. See, I, I don't, don't remember. see if there's an issue. We don't see that. We just yeah. see that later on she does come around. And, and Yeah. So I do like that they reconnect later on. But I've looked it up and it is Merry Christmas in Welsh. Ah, yes. Nadoli Clown. I, I, I don't know how. Fully, I'm saying that right. I'm going off of how she says it. But uh, Welsh is a very interesting language. It's got so many consonants. And I don't know how to pronounce yeah. any of those words. <laughs> so we'll go off Welsh people. Like, interesting language. Yeah. And when she says Merry Christmas to him in Welsh, you see him, like, pause and be like, wow, it's been a very long time since someone spoke to me in Welsh. Like, it's mm. this is a part of him that he lost when he left or was forced mm-hmm. to leave depending on what happened yeah. it's a part of him he hasn't had and he has lost and he hasn't seen in a very long time and he he cries a little bit because like i'd be emotional like that's a part of you that you haven't had in a very long time and it's just probably hits a sour note but also like a nice one you know because you remember home fondly but you also remember the trauma that you had there yeah poor Geffen. And now we are back in our little village in Wales. They're having a rough time. The van has completely broken down. It looks like, um, I can't tell if it's the market or somewhere else, but it's completely bricked up. Um, It says that um, basically Margaret Thatcher is, it's like a new attempt that she's doing um, to try and starve the miners back to work. Fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. I really hate Margaret Thatcher. Ooh, fun piece of historical uh, oh, thing. Yeah, okay. I have a fun historical thing. It actually doesn't have to do with the minor strike at all, but it has to do with Margaret Thatcher. Okay. Do you know about this? Because it's pretty fucking funny. Um, what? When Margaret Thatcher died, do you know what the number one song that was played on BBC Radio, that the number one request, requested song on BBC Radio was throughout the UK? No. <laughs> I don't know how I would know this at all. Because it's just a funny part of history. And I, I you gotta laugh. Is um, Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead. 
Ah, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, that's hysterical. So it was like the number one most requested song a week. I think she died. Like, and they had to like put out things saying, we're not, we can't play that. We can't keep playing it. Uh, but everyone kept requesting it. I thought that was fucking hysterical. So, that's fine. Just a fun little piece of history. Screw Margaret Thatcher. Um, <laughs> see. So they're having a very tough time in the village. The van has arrived. The cavalry has arrived with Gethin. Gethin has decided to finally come yes, to Wales. He He's returned to Wales, which is very good to see him. They're kind of telling, letting Mark know, like, this is what's happening. We have to take showers next door. They've turned the gas off at pretty much every place except for, like, a couple. Um, the van's broken down. We can't get anywhere. It's pretty bad. Uh, and they're auctioning off and bingoing off, it looks like. Um, supplies so there's like tins of beef food things to keep everyone going is that what they were doing i remember them playing i thought they were just playing bingo no no they're playing bingo and really whoever like bingo wins for survival. yeah it's <laughs> it is it's bingo for survival like, it's bingo for survival survival bingo <laughs> so whoever wins this Thanks. this little one i guess gets a tin of beef so it is very like you know everyone's on rations at the moment mm. We see Gethin come into the kitchen, and he's like, he's like, oh, they all introduce each other and everything. And he says he's from Rill, which is in North Wales. And they're like, North, they're yeah. like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, you can bring gays and lesbians in here, but you can't bring someone in from North Wales. <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> but they're just joking. They start laughing, and eventually he just starts laughing, too. He starts to loosen up a little bit, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And now we're back to playing bingo. Let's see. So we're playing bingo. And... One of the lesbians is like, when are you going to address my question about a women's group? I want a women's group. And he's like, why? Like, like, and she's like, well, we want a safe place to, you know, talk about the women's issues specifically. Which I like. I like that there's like a, would be a women's group for that and stuff like that. Uh, and she says, look, I am a woman. I'm also a lesbian. And a feminist. And the other lady goes... I love that old she's lady. She's so funny. She's like... She's so good. Look, I don't care if you're Arthur Scargill. Don't talk during the bingo. <laughs> I know. I'm like, they're incredibly bingo for survival, apparently. Yeah. Like, you gotta listen. This is bingo for survival, okay? We need to do this. I know. Like, now I know that part. It's like, seriously. Like, Serious yeah, bingo. It. <laughs> yes. I fucking, I fucking love that lady. Everyone starts giggling as well. well. It's very funny. Very funny. Yeah. And now we've come upon probably my favorite scene in the movie, actually. This is my favorite scene in the movie. It is, first we see them talking about the um, fault of, like, underneath with all the coal in it. The fault that goes from Spain to South Wales and then from South Wales to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if it, everyone's kind of brought together by this knowledge of that. It's like, basically, you show someone in spain this or in pennsylvania this they will recognize it immediately so i like that this kind of shows like it has an underlying meaning meaning of or even anywhere in the world we're connected something will connect us you'll find something anything to connect each other like the the I, i fucking love like humanity in the world and shit like that and it's i like seeing stuff like this where people are brought together and you can celebrate each other's like differences and similarities by connecting on a you know deeper fundamental level yeah, no, I agree. And we learned that's when his brother died. He died in that pit, and he died at age 36, I believe. Who you know is the bitch with the ugly haircuts. Husband. Correct. 
sucks he was married to her <laughs> mark is like hey we haven't i feel like we haven't collected enough i'm really sorry about that um it's not enough to just keep defending it. You have to push back as well. It's, it's not all about all about defense. There has to be attack too. And once we go back to London, we're going to think of something or we're going to do something that gets us, you know, a lot of money and a lot of attention to hopefully get you guys a good leg up in this strike. And this gorgeous, beautifully voiced woman starts singing Bread and Roses. Okay, see, why there's some random lady that sings this? Like, why can't it have been someone we already know? Well, maybe like, she's a I'm vocalist. S- I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but I was just like, ran- I'm like, why this random lady sing? I have no idea what the fuck this woman is. And she's never seen later on, too. Like, it's like, why? Maybe the- like, I have it be like, one of the ladies we already know who are, we're more familiar with. Then it's just like some, like, I'm just like. Because it shows that, like, I like that it was someone that we didn't know because. I feel like it wouldn't ha- have had as much meaning. And I don't know why, but I feel like it wouldn't have had as much meaning. Because... I feel like it would have made more sense if it wasn't what we made... knew. And not just some random... Well, if it was the old lady during bingo, that would have been amazing. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that would have been amazing. But the point is that she... I, it, I think I like that it's someone we didn't know because it shows that still someone like in the crowd, like a faceless person that we had not seen before is also connected to this movement that we have it's not just the Mm -hmm. faces that we've seen it's the faces we haven't seen that are also affected by this that's what i thought about it at least that's what i see about it i see that i still think it should have been someone we actually know it would have made more sense to me anyway this is my favorite scene so okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) this is my absolute favorite scene i just find it so beautiful because she starts singing and then the other ladies start joining in and then on top of that, the guys start joining in and everyone is just ends up singing this like beautiful song um, together. It's I don't know fully what it's about. I know it's about I know it's like a, you know, historically, historically important song in like terms of yeah. like strikes, marches, things like that. Um, revolutions. The poem, insp- oh, it's, it was a poem, I mean, inspired Mimi Farina to name the organization she founded in 1974, Bread and Roses, for she believed that all people, especially those isolated in institutions, need music, art, and roses, as well as bread, to feel fully human. So it's kind of like a song that, like, brings people together during, like, you know, a fight, a revolution, things like that, to yeah, kind of unionize everyone, so to speak. And, oh, I just freaking love that this whole scene is just, like, gorgeous. Never has there been a more beautiful rendition of the song, because I've heard this song before. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And I, I cry every time I watch this scene, because you see people, like, actually coming together. And yeah. I cry every time. <laughs> and near the end of the song, these fucking dumbasses come storming in to the building. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't they the uh, the bitches with the ugly haircuts children? Yes, they are. Yeah, I knew that. They come storming in and they're like, go back to where you came from. And it's like, every time I watch this, I'm like, how ignorant to a situation do you have to be? Because uh, fine, don't like them. Be a bigot, whatever. But you are the only two people who are coming in here and yelling that everyone else in the town is currently having a lovely time in the town hall right now. You are the only two people aside from your mother storming this place and being like, yeah, go back to where you came from. Read the room. Y'all. Yeah. (laughs) Dumb. Dumbasses. Absolute dumbasses. 
Um, absolute dumbasses. At the moment, at least, they're dumbasses. But they, we, we see them come around later. I don't know if you notice. I mean, it's like for two seconds at the end. Yeah, but we do. that's very vitally important in a time where fucking no one was coming around at the end. You know? I mean, it seemed like everyone was coming around at the end. In this village. Except for the bitch with juggler haircut. I didn't see her there this time. Yeah, I know. She definitely, no. But. I'm just saying, she she didn't come around. In this village, yes. But in the 80s in general, no one was coming along to help. Like, yeah. people were dying everywhere. It was a huge problem as well. So, just the fact that they showed up and weren't yelling slurs at everyone. Very vital. Very important to the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, obviously, we're like, hey, it's not enough to just show up. You got to help us fight, too. But back then, just showing up was, like, fantastic because at least someone was on his side, you know? And uh, Sean's husband takes them out. Oh, I like that, yeah. Character growth. We love to see it. Like, before, he's like, you can't just, like, be bringing all these gays and lesbians here. And now he's just like, fuck you. You lay a hand on anyone inside that hall. (laughs) We're going to have a problem. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he's pretty sick. And we end up going back to possibly dies, possibly cliffs. I'm not sure. It could be cliffs. Um, house to basically have a nightcap. They're just gonna continue drinking, but at someone's house. And we see that he's dancing with Debbie Thomas. Carl, he's dancing with Debbie Thomas. He's having a wonderful time. He's got done his dance lessons and he's now dancing with her. And his friend's like, oh my god. He was right. I need to learn it to works. dance. <laughs> can, I, yep. can I learn to dance? <laughs> I like them. They're really funny. I did too. They were, they, they were good side characters. They are pretty funny. Gethin is very happy to be back. He, he's like, yeah. I'm, I'm home. I'm gay and I'm Welsh. I'm very excited. And I'm happy mm. for him. Fantastic. It's probably very hard for him to go back. And just the fact that he has done and he's accepted by people here. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, he does say here about his mother, she couldn't accept me. So I'm wondering if, like, she made a big stink about it and that ended up making him want Maybe. to leave. Maybe, yeah. So. But I do like the fact that, that yes, while it's very hard if, you know, someone doesn't accept you, you leave and then you don't speak for a while. Yes, that's mostly on them, in my opinion. It's not on you for wanting to get out of a bad situation. However, mm-hmm. I do really like the fact that Havina brings up, like, yeah, she hasn't said one word to you in 16 years, but what have you said to her? Neither have you. Yeah. Like, it's like, that's yeah. a very good point. Like, it's not always just the one side that's, that, you know, is to blame, in quotes. It's like, mm-hmm. why don't you try to make an effort as well? Yeah. Ah, bitch with the ugly haircut. <laughs> oh. She's talking about, ooh, maybe I should report her for having all those people in her house. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that was awful. I don't like awful her. Awful person. And I like how someone makes a comment where they're like, oh, like... You want to get that rod out of your ass someone? for a minute? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the pull, yeah, the pull out of the ass, That's, that's pretty funny. What, what, what was the other one were you talking about? It was it was where, like, oh, what, you don't want to, like, just be in there alone or something? I forget, but something like... Someone says, like, oh, what, you're... Are you getting tired of being there all alone yeah, yeah, yeah. to like join? That the was with the part that village. yeah, that was like, all the same the one off. actually, and yeah, it's like the big one line. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cliff is like you're, you know, you're a respected woman. You know, you you've been a wonderful mother and father to those boys. Like, come on, like just come over. People will listen to you. People follow you. You're a good 
member of the community. Come on. And it looks like she could be swayed for a second there. She looks like she could be. She was starting to soften up a little bit. However, (laughs) I think got her walking by going, sitting all alone in the dark, Marie, and you want to get that rolled out of your ass for a minute. Yeah. (laughs) And then she slams the door in his face. So. Yeah. And she looks like she has a horrible idea. Bitch. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, uh, Joe is Joe's woken up. He's seen Gethin and uh, or Jonathan's seen Gethin off. Gethin's going somewhere in the van, and Sean comes in with a cup of tea. Um, before the sun's even up, she comes in. She hands him a cup of tea. Yeah. And every time I watch this, my mom's always like, "Every time, me and your dad used to stay with your grandma over in the UK. Every morning, she would come into our room and offer us a cup of tea." <laughs> Oh, that's nice. I was like, oh, really? She's like, yeah, that's just what you do over there. You just come in in the morning without even a good morning necessarily. Just like, here you go. Here's your tea. <laughs> <laughs> tea? Goodbye. Tea? Morning. Bye. Like, it's just a thing you do. So I really, mm. I love that little tidbit. My mom always tells me that every time no, that's sweet. you watch it. Now Maureen has gone to, oh, sorry, ugly bitch with haircut. A bitch with the ugly haircut. Um, Has gone to a phone box. And is phoning someone and says, I have a story that you might want. Yeah. Bitch. She's going to ruin everything. So where Gethin was going in the van was his old home. Yeah, because it's his mom. To his mom. It looks like an old farm. Like, it looks like a very old, like, little house here. Or at least one that's yeah, all Yeah, kind of reminds me of the castle, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, the, the landscape, Yeah, the landscape. It's very like... bricked up. Yeah. It was, it's made out of brick, at least. And we only ever really hear him say hello. We see him say hello, mom. And she looks like she softens a little bit when he says it. But then it cuts away. So we don't know what happens there until later. Mm-hmm. We are now dropping off Joe at home. And he gets a letter. He finds a letter that's left for him on the uh, table by the door. And it says yeah. that... You could be, you're going to end up being suspended if you don't attend any more classes because you've not attended mm. most of them. <laughs> and we're going to have to suspend or expel you yep. if you don't. So we find out that he actually has not been going to pastry school since starting all of this. And uh, it's good he found the letter first, although it doesn't really matter with what happens later. Yeah. And then we see that the article that Bitch with the Ugly Haircut. It's frightening my mic settings, so I can't hit it too hard. Oh my god. Sorry. Continue. I don't know if I went under my... It might have gone under my computer. Hang on. Okay. Oh, no! I did, you little bitch! Oh, fuck my tripod. Oh my god. This fucking ant is driving me crazy. Okay, I don't know where it went now. How about, I'll how be about back. editing that as well? Because you're going to be just like listening, and then I'm just going to hear, boom! Like, oh, fucking <laughs> yeah, Polly's headphone users. That was my bad. Oh, that's funny. Okay, continue. I'll be back. All right, actually, we're going to take a break here. Okay, perfect. Great. Because I forgot to do it halfway through, but we are about halfway through anyway, so. Okay, good. Perfect. We're going to take a break here, and we will see all you in a second. And we are back with... with... I've never done that. I've never done that. I know. I was was, going to go in for it, and then you started. I was like, okay, yeah, go ahead. Go on. (laughs) Let her do it. We're back with our recap of the movie Pride from 2014. Ooh. Woo. 
Very exciting. Isn't that what you normally do when I say something? You're like, woo. Do I do the woo? I do the woo. Or you're you're, you're like, yeah, or something normally. There's something that you do. I'm I'm trying to fill in a role now. You're me now. You're me now. Uh, Yeah, I'm the you now. So, and you have become me. So that's fun. Woo. (laughs) Woo. Christ. Anyway, so the article that uh, bitch with ugly haircut, bitch with the ugly haircut was talking about on the phone, has come about. And people are noticeably making fun of the miners as they arrive on the picket line. Yeah. And now the union knows about it as well. Everyone knows about what's been going on. And Havina's pissed. She's like, swear to God, when I find out who'd done this. <laughs> mm. Back in London, LGSM is hearing of this. But also, while they're hearing of this, someone throws a brick through their window. That scared the shit out of me. Just gonna show you. I, I was watching, and I was just like lying in my bed, just watching, and I was like, okay, like you know, I was, I was watching, and like, yeah, I came out. I was like very tired because I was up like pretty late, and like what about? I went to bed right afterwards, so I was like in my bed, just like watching, chilling, and a break go through. I'm like, what the fuck? And then it starts firecracking. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, yeah. like woke me the fuck up, gave me a heart attack, scared the shit out of me, but it was great. I mean, it wasn't Fully great, but like it, it was. It wasn't great. It, it, yeah, no, I, I was good. Definitely wakes you back up, but. Yeah. By surprise, someone has thrown a brick through the window and firecrackers, so we have to dis- extinguish that immediately. So they're having a tough time there as well. Everyone's having a tough time. Um, yep. This is backlash from hearing about them helping the mine workers. So, yes. not good. Um, so, this was because they were helping the miners, that's why they threw the brick and everything? Yes, because the brick has the newspaper I, Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So that means... It was other, like, LGBTQ people who didn't want them supporting the minors who did it? I don't know. Or was it, you know, okay. See, because that, that, yeah. now I'm wondering that much, like, is it... Exactly. I'm not sure if you're, like, meant to know or anything. It's yeah. just that there's backlash. Yeah. Because I remember later, someone's like, oh, LGSM support the minors or whatever. And someone's like, no, no, you shouldn't be supporting them. You should be supporting us because, like, you know, we're yeah. dying every day or whatever. And, like, mm-hmm. something like that. So I was, like, one sure if that was... Yeah. Okay. yeah, I don't think you're meant to know. I think you're meant to go like, oh, gosh, I don't know who that was, but pretty shit. That shit happened. <laughs> that shit is happening. Yeah. Let's see. Havina's telling off everyone who's being a bitch with an ugly haircut. Yeah. <laughs> she has some friends, it looks like, as well. Yeah. Yeah. They always do. And they always like, come in groups of three. The they always come they in groups of three. They do. Every single time there's like a bitchy character, they are always come in groups of three. It, 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 it's there's like it's like the head bitch and the two supporting bitches. Head bitch and the two subordinates. I'm telling you, it's like a thing. Like look back in like any sort of media, there's always three of them. Why do I want to write like a children's style book, but for adults that's just called Head Bitch and the Two Subordinates? <laughs> like I want to write a picture book that's just like meant for adults, but looks like it's a children's book, just called Head Bitch and the Two Subordinates. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, you should. I'd read that. That would be so funny. I'm so in. Oh my god, I'm gonna write that down before I forget it. Um, <laughs> I need an art artist though. I'm not good with that shit. Oh yeah. Um, but they're walking around being like, it's not good for the kids to have gays and lesbians running around. They they always bring up that argument. Uh, biggest. They always do. They always bring up kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do you ta- what What does this have to do with kids? Like, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Honestly, I was listening to a podcast yesterday. And someone mentioned, they were like, 
oh god what were they talking about they were saying something like honestly the amount that you guys seem to want to think about like when it comes the topic of like trans youth and everything like that the amount of times that you keep on bringing up children's private parts is astonishing like we're not bringing it up (laughs) you seem to be the ones who want to bring it up so honestly it's kind of creepy whenever they bring up kids like that freaks me out like what the fuck is wrong with you yeah now back in london we see that the article was wrapped around the brick and he says they would have never known we were here if it weren't for this article and he's like and what's your point like we have to send them the bill or something but no he's like obviously this is just free publicity which is a very good point yeah you could do a lot with free publicity it's like it's like 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 no like no press is bad press or any press is good press like yes like as long as people are talking about you you can do whatever you want and like exactly get your attention is on us now yeah we should use it while we have it so and uh Obviously, Joe's still upset. He says they call us, they called us perverts. They always call us perverts. He's like, well, we've all been called that at one point or another. So what we're going to do, an honorable tradition in the gay community, is to take a word that you've been called and you're going to own it. Yeah. I will say, be, uh, owning perverts was not something I was like, yeah, let's do that. That was, I own mean, like, I was like, okay, maybe not perverts. Um, hey, they're the ones who called them that. So I mean, yeah, but there are like other it. words that you could use, but. I mean, I, I get the sentiment. I get the idea. I like the idea. But, like, you you don't want to go around saying, yeah, I'm a pervert. Because that's not good. Well, they're not saying they are. They're saying they named the event that. Okay, but yeah. it's like, picture it in current day. Yeah. It'd be like if the article came out, like, online or something mm-hmm. like that. Naming it the same thing, basically, like, pits and perverts and stuff like that. That would show up on Google with the other article. So if you see that article, you'd be like, hey, this is also here. So same gist, basically. Yeah, no, I know, yeah, I I, I definitely get what they were trying to do, but Hmm. I mean, you you don't want me to know as a pervert. I'm trying to think, there was another. Oh, yeah, I remember. I was remembering something later. So we're going to take it, we're going to own it, and we are creating the Pits and Perverse Ball. Hell yeah. now, what Basically, are pits? Is that like the female version of perverts? No. Okay. <laughs> the I... pits are the places that the miners work. It's a coal pit, basically. Oh, the pits, I yeah. thought it was like another, like, No, nah, the pits is the location like... of each mine. It's like a one mine area like here. This is the pits. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even know they meant it literally. I th- again, I thought it was more, another, like, British slang that I didn't pick up on. No, nah, no. Nah, well, it is, sl- I guess, a slang for further coal. The coal uh, mine, I guess. Mm. But yeah, that's bits. Um, so now we have a montage of coming up with the ball, getting it all together. They're looking for <laughs> they're looking for people to perform there, and he's like, "We're looking for bands to do this at this event." And he tells him the name, and he's like, "No, no, no! I'm not. I'm not suggesting in any way that <laughs> that, that Sting or any other member of the police is a pervert." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I promise. But they, so again, far, goes to what I was saying, where it's like, yeah. you, you don't want to be known as a pervert. True, but, but I, like but I, I, I also get what what he was doing, and like I would mm-hmm. get and understand where it's coming from. But if if you, if you tell random people that, <laughs> it, it doesn't sound good. We're putting signs up everywhere. We're getting the news drumming. We're getting ready, and 
We also go to a record label to try and find artists at this point. That's and Mark's point. like, come on. And she's like, there's no gay artists on the label. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not saying they have to be gay. I'm just, I need an artist to be singing at this event. And basically she ignores him. And then yeah. he writes the number for Gay Switchboard underneath a poster. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you never know. One of them may need it one day. Did you see what poster he wrote it under? No. It's Elton John. Ha! That's fine. <laughs> She's like, you never know. One of them may need it one day. And there it is, Elton John with the number for Gay Switchboard right under his face. I, so, uh, yeah, no, I did not see that. Wow, that's fine. One of them did need it one day. <laughs> Quite possibly. So, all right. So, we see all the mining ladies, all the wives, get in a car and head straight for London. Very exciting times. So, we also see bitch with the ugly haircut putting up a sign that says town hall meeting at three no see i knew what was coming as soon as she hung that up i'm like no wait and and then they were leaving and she hung that up i was like no 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 i know where this is going and ooh, evil little bitch swear to god all right so we've got our little ballroom we are talking to the press mark's talking to the press um about you know the event and what it entails and just why we're helping the coal miners and everything like that the ladies also show up to help they're um taking tickets at one point as well they're everyone's kind of helping each other out for the event also joe is getting very like he he's very coming into himself in this yeah like, I t-shirts that. over there this over here that over there and they're like he's the official photographer apparently like Ooh. yeah he seems but, but they ask, like, oh, is he, like, running this whole thing? And he's like, no, he's yeah. a photographer. Like, he's just a photographer. But he knows this he's shit He's just now. super confident now, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I freaking love his character development so much. And then we have a little cut to his bedroom, where his mom's folding his clothes. Oh. And his sister is hanging out over by the books. Which as we know soon as I saw her by the books, I'm like, books. oh, no. I also You're didn't like, realize fuck, that fuck, fuck. she was his sister. I thought she was, like, like the aunt or something. Uh, no, yeah. I, I did not put sister. together she, he had a sister till the end when he's like, oh, that's my sister or whatever. Or I yeah. forget. Somehow I, I put it together. I was like, oh. But it was way that is his sister. Just, yeah. And um, they're talking about the christening for her baby. And she's like, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be all churchy. Like, yeah, it's a christening, but also not everything has to come from the Bible. And so she sees the book of nursery rhymes and is like, oh, there's something that I could use. And we know what's in there. Oh, no. Oh, no. We don't see what comes right after that yet, though. So. Yeah. Let's see. I do, I do like there's a part here where they're reading the article before the event starts. And Steph says, it's by the London Lesbians and Gay Men Support the Miners Group. And one of them's like, I got, the, got name the name wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I got the name wrong. There's only one L. Yeah. It's L. It's L G S M, not L L, not L L G M S M group. No, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, doesn't abbreviate well. No, it does not. All right, we are at the event. I like when Mark steps up to the plate and goes, "Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the gays, to the straights, to the as yet undecided." Yeah, I like that. Fantastic, love that quote. And. You know, there were we're having a party. It's a party. Everyone's having fun. Nothing is bad. It looks like a fun event. Uh, Carl and I still, for the love of God, can't, what what's his name? Uh, his friend. I don't know, but he looks like one of the 
kids of the bitch with the ugly haircut. He does a little bit. Yeah, I think when I first watched this, I was confused by that. Yeah, I, I was a little confused, and now I was like, wait, I kind of started seeing them in two different places. I'm like, wait, they're not the same person. Yeah. Yeah. So these two are at the party as well as the ladies uh, from the village. And they meet two girls. And yeah. the two girls are like, we've never been to a gay club before. So they're like those type of girls. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're not gay either. And they're like, oh, they're kind of disappointed. They're yeah. like, oh, we wanted to meet gay people. And they're like, actually, we're minors. And they're like, oh, yay. Like, oh, my, that works. And then they start. Just, I'm into it. Yeah. That, you're the other group this is all about. So, <laughs> so we have found two ladies to to dance with, to show our moves to. Our new and it works. Later they're making out. It oh. does work. They are making out like crazy. <laughs> We also see Steph here talking to Joe saying they want me to, the other lesbians want me to join their breakaway group, Lesbians Against Pit Closures, I believe. And she's like, I don't think I could trust myself to you. It's all women. <laughs> Strictly women only. I don't think I could trust myself. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You also see uh, a man walk up to Joe and kind of like nod at him like this. Like, oh yeah, has him take his picture. Yeah, take his picture. So we're vibing, we're meeting people. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. And it works because we're making out later. Yeah, making out later. I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be taking pictures, but he's making out. He is set. supposed to be taking pictures. But uh, it's okay. Bromley yeah. found someone to make out with. Yeah. We stand. If an opportunity presents itself, you take it. So. Yes, you take that opportunity. You take it. <laughs> Everyone's making out. Goodness. Um, mention the banner again as well. Oh, yeah. Um, on stage, so, so I, I like that he comes on for like another speech. It's not just the one at the gay club. He's like, no, the, no we have more people here. Thank you to so everyone who's put like money in the buckets. Thank you for being here because this is what it's all about us supporting yeah. each other. <laughs> As they're leaving, he's like, why don't we go home for the night? Jonathan's like, why don't we go home for the night? It's we can have a nightcap at my place. And they're like, no, what are you crazy? We're oh, yeah, come all the, the way from Wales. Fun. Yeah. She said, we want to see everything, even the rubber scene. <laughs> I love Gwen. That's <laughs> She's so funny. funny. So, let's see. We're going, this is, we got a little montage of going to all the different bars and venues and spaces. Yeah. And what I find pretty funny is the, um, they go, they go to the rubber scene, <laughs> apparently. One guy behind the bar dressed head to toe in a leather suit. Yep. Or neck to toe, yeah, and neck to toe. and she's like, "How'd you how'd you get into the leotard?" And, and he's like, "Talcum powder." And Gwen's like, "What did what did she, what did he say?" And she's like, "Talcum powder." She's like, "Oh, I use Lily of the Valley," <laughs> <laughs> implying that our lovely sweet granny gets into leather leotards. Yeah, <laughs> I love her. She's so funny. I like that they're trading just the secrets and stuff like that. They're trading so info. Good. And then we meet. Tim. Okay. Do you know what this was? Yes. But I yes. know the, I think I know the actor from somewhere because he looks really fucking familiar. I do as well. He's been in a few things. What is he in that I know of? He's been in many things, but there are many British things, so I don't know. If How do know. I know what this is? That? I don't, I saw him, I'm like, wait, I know him from somewhere. He's, let me, let me see if he's in something that I feel like we both would have seen. Yeah, I am the him. In a sh he was in a show called Being Human. Did you ever see that? There was a ghost, uh, a vampire, and a werewolf. Oh. He was the werewolf. Uh, they lived in a flat together. No, 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 no. I looked it up because it sounded familiar, but no, I've not seen this. He was in American Horror Story, but I don't know what season. Oh, I, that and may I be where I saw him from. 
I don't remember him being like a major cast member, so I don't know what's his name. No, but his been. face looks familiar. Is American Horror Stories NYC? Oh, it, it, I watched like the first two episodes. I kind of got bored of it. Oh, he's the main character in it. Yes, that's where it is. Yes, the mustache. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I I never finished that season, but I was like watched like the first two episodes. I did not know it was a thing, but now I kind of want to watch it because he plays a closeted cop in New York investigating the murders of several gay men during the yeah, AIDS epidemic. It was kind of boring to me, I'll be honest. I watched the first two episodes. Watch that. The last one I really watched was Coven. Well, that was a long time ago. I know, but I did not want to watch Freak Show because I fucking hate that clown. <laughs> Scares the shit out of Free- me. A Freak Show wasn't that good. Yeah, I remember watching a little bit of it and being like, I'm out. Yeah. But I hated that clown. That was the majority. And then I tried to hop back in when Roanoke came out, and that was really boring. That was kind of like, weird. No, the, the, no. Roanoke, the first few episodes are weird and boring, because it's like they have, quote-unquote, the real people and the, quote-unquote, actors playing those people. So it's, like, mm-hmm. kind of confusing. But then they all come together in the house at they revisit, so it's weird. It's weird, After but... After that, I just never watched the rest of the Yeah. Show. Literally, the last full season I watched was, was Coven. Coven. Was, Coven was really good, too, though. Coven, Coven was, was like iconic i yeah. it's probably still my favorite one out of all of them or at least the ones i've seen murder house probably my second favorite and i did not like the second one what was it i asylum i didn't like that yeah either. i didn't like asylum, everyone raves everyone about always, that being the best i'm like I I, know. Kind of boring. everyone's always talking about how it's amazing and i'm like i did not say there were aliens i was confused I, yeah <laughs> i didn't even finish it. i watched like the first few episodes and then i got bored and like weird i'm like oh, trust me if you finished it you would have been like confused as fuck I, yeah. there's aliens in it it's weird of course i don't understand at all why that was so highly rated i the other two were so much better so yeah um anyway <laughs> anyway yes that's where we know russell Tevi, huh? <laughs> okay anyway talk about what he does in this one scene Yes, uh, so we've run into Mark. He's like, oh my gosh, Mark Ashton. So apparently they haven't seen each other in a while, but they may have dated. Was he the one that stand? No. Okay, never mind. I, that I was some other random dude. Them. Okay, never mind. And he was like, oh, are you still changing the world? Like, he's like, oh, I'm trying. And apparently he hasn't been home in four days. He's been out partying for four days. He hasn't even been home. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, haven't you? Why? And he was like, I'm on a farewell tour. And he's like, where are you going? And just silence because it's implied that he's dying. He has AIDS. And so he's saying Uh-oh. goodbye to everything, basically. Oh, I did not get that. You didn't get that from that. No, I was, I was like, where are you going? And then he doesn't say. I'm like, oh, fuck you then. He doesn't leave. I'm like, well, yeah, he. He doesn't tell. He doesn't say it because it's kind of deeply implied. Because around that time, everybody was. I remember that you were. They were like the commercial for AIDS, and there was a poster behind yeah. Mark at one point, which I think was foreshadowing for later. It was foreshadowing. For uh, yes, yeah. yeah I, got, I picked up on that afterwards. I'm like, oh, but I did not pick up on this yeah. scene. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was so like this very... random person shows up and is like, hey, long time no see, kisses him and then leaves. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it was kind of a goodbye because he knew he was dying, and so he's just out. Just partying and saying goodbye to everything. And it's such a like a sad, beautiful scene, really, when you like really. Well now that I think like, about it, it's sad. It. I didn't think about it before. It's really sad. And he tells him tells him to take care of himself after and then he goes. Cause everyone at that time was dying from uh-huh. AIDS. It was just ev- everywhere. And 
I watched um, this other show as well that I watched a while ago. I watched it when it first came out, but I still have it because I just like to watch it every once in a while. It's called When We Rise. It was on ABC. It's like a, it was a short series, I believe, like a limited run one. And it's based on the book of the same name by Cleve Jones, who was a very big like figure in the gay rights movement. Um, he worked for Harvey Milk. He's a very prominent figure in the gay liberation kind of like time. And the show, as well as the book, probably, I haven't finished the book. I've read about halfway through, um, kind of shows you like, I think from the, not the beginning of it, there was it from like the mid seventies or something all the way through to gosh, 2000s, I believe. And it shows you how like things have progressed since then. It shows like where everyone is and how everyone got to where they are. And there's a whole like, I think two episodes where it's just about the AIDS epidemic and just how sad of a time it was. Everyone was dying. Everyone, everyone knew someone that died. Yeah, There wasn't a person out there who didn't. And there was the, they talked about the um, blanket, uh, the quilt, the quilt, which is still somewhere. I don't know. I think it's being housed in maybe it's San Francisco. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. But Cleve Jones actually came up with the quilt project, which if you knew someone who died of AIDS, you came and you made like a quilt, a specific quilt section for someone. You made a square and you sewed their name onto it, made it, designed it, everything. And then they would attach that piece to the quilt. And the quilt got to be so long that it went from the Washington Monument, like, all the way back. You know that section that they use for, like, presidential inaugurations? Yeah. It went all the way down that green. I remember hearing about this. Yeah, the quilt. I, I forgot what it was for. Now I remember, obviously. But, like... That's what it was for. Yeah, I remember. Wow. Damn. It was, like, it was pretty incredible. And he's the one who kind of began that project. Um, so it's, I love reading his, his book and everything because he has a, such an interesting view on things. But that was a horrible time. But another little piece of history that I want to throw in here um, for my lesbians. Um, what's very interesting is that, do you know why the L is where it is in LGBT? It's not just there. Because <laughs> originally it was going to be GLBT, I think, for a while. I remember people tried to change that at some point, like, a few years ago, but I don't think mm. it ever stuck. Mm. It was supposed to be GLBT, I believe, for, uh, for a little bit. And then the AIDS epidemic came around. And lesbians were basically the people who came forward and nursed and took care of all these gay men that were dying and so in a show of thank you and stuff like that they changed it so that the l came first as a thank you to them helping during the epidemic so i thought that was very interesting interesting. isn't that a cool piece that's really interesting i did not know that i'm full of historical shit um i just thought it was like shocking better than GLBT. I know. I just like it's much harder to say GLBT, isn't it? But I wonder if that's because we've been saying LGBT for so long. That's probably what it is too. It's like yeah, that's also part of it. But yeah, but like that's yeah. I always thought about that. That's quite interesting. It is uh after the ball on our way home, and (laughs) what's fuck? What's her name? Um, is it Stephen the girl? It's Stephen the girl. And she kisses her out of nowhere. It's funny. <laughs> I was like, this is so random and doesn't get rid- talked about at all after this. Like, what It is doesn't, this? no. I like to see it as, like, a moment of, like, just pure, unadulterated humanity. Just, like, someone, someone being so drunk 
kissing another person and then just giggling about it and laughing and running off. It's just a pure moment of like happiness and joy that yeah. I like to just see. Like it doesn't need to, in my opinion, at least it doesn't have like any deep meaning if you look too far into it. It doesn't necessarily need to have a deep meaning. It's just a moment of happiness that just like you need sometimes. You need little moments of pure joy or what make life livable, you know? Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was fun. <laughs> Yeah, I also saw like maybe the lady just like trying it out, seeing what happens. Um, that like, too, like, yeah, being, like, absolutely. Hey, I've been around these le- this lesbian for a while. Yeah, let's see what it's all about. <laughs> see if there's anything there, and just being like more open minded to it now. Which also, you never know because she was saying she's this whole conversation, this whole the whole thing led up to a conversation during, that she was yeah. having with her. She was like, "Do you know how old I was when I married my husband? I was like, or when I met my husband, 16. I was sixteen. No, sixteen like, when she was pregnant, right, or having babies." No, that's no. She was um. No, I'm I believe this when she met her husband. Oh, maybe that's it. I, th- I thought like I became a mother at sixteen or something. Mm, she's or like I, I, I met be- him at sixteen. I was. It's all I've been doing so far. It's like maybe she honestly like isn't real. Didn't realize she had another option, and now she does or something. Like yeah. there's many ways that you can go with this scene, but it just always makes me giggle because it's just. It's just there. It's like it's fun. Just, it's just fun. You know. Yeah. And then we have the women in Jonathan and Gavin. Oh my god, this was hilarious. <laughs> okay. So we are now in the bedroom and Havina yes. <laughs> finds a dildo under the bed and she's like, what's this? She's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> look at this. She also finds um uh must have been like a like a, it's like play Playboy but for the dudes. Like like Playgirl. Basically a magazine. Just full no, because well, maybe. Well, Playgirl is a magazine with bunch literally of just naked, naked men, men and naked women. I didn't even know that was a thing. I just only thought there was Playboy. I didn't know there's a Playgirl. I'm pretty sure it's a thing. It's, I don't know if it's still a thing. I know it is a thing or was. So. It might be because I literally didn't look for a Playgirl. I just kept looking at the Playboy, <laughs> which maybe says that, quite a yeah. lot about me. <laughs> I forget where I heard it from. I remember I was watching something and they were talking about like Playgirls. And then like, or like someone being, or like being a model for Playgirl or something. I was like, oh. And with a guy, I was like, oh. So I'm assuming it was just Playboy for girls. Let us know, guys. Is Playgirl still a thing? Was it ever a thing? Was it just a joke? I know it was definitely a thing. It was a thing. Okay. (laughs) Playgirl Magazine official. Oh, yep. It's on Instagram. It's real. It's real. Okay. Um, Playgirl was an American it. magazine that features general interest articles, lifestyles, and celebrity nude in addition to nude or semi-nude men in the 1970s and 80s. Oh, it's also mm. um, the magazine printed monthly and was marketed mainly to women, although it had a significant gay male readership. Let's go. There it is. <laughs> so, yeah. There it is. So, this could be a Playgirl. Um, but uh, yeah. they find it under his bed. And... They're having a nice cackle giggle about it. They're hysterically laughing because, like, they're wasted. They're wasted <laughs> and in a gay man's room. and finding They're wasted in a gay man's room and having a wonderful time. Yeah. So, it's pretty funny. Um, see all these Welsh women just rolling around laughing. Jonathan and Gethin are downstairs. And they're like, will they ever shut up? They're going to sleep. Well, don't those women ever sleep? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I love them. They're so cute. It's so good. Now we have Joe coming home, and he's coming home, it looks like, in the early, early hours of the morning, and I'm wondering if he took the train home or if he walked home, because the last train, I don't know what time the last train leaves, 
I know the last train in Korea leaves at like midnight or something like that. So I don't know what it's like in the UK. Um, but it's pretty early hours of the morning here. So he either slept over and then took the earliest train back that he could, or he walked home. <laughs> so I just real I just recognized that. I was like, oh wow, when did you get back? And so he enters the house being quiet because he thinks everyone's asleep, but no. His mom is awake, his dad is awake, his mom is sobbing. <laughs> yeah. And lo and behold, on the table are the bunch of pictures and news articles about LGSM. So the parents now know. Secrets out. Secrets out. Not good. We cut away so we don't know what happens yet. And everyone's kind of hanging out in the bookshop right now. And everyone's giggling and laughing, having having a nice time. However, Mark sees out of the corner of his eye a poster that says AIDS, get tested today. Or something like that. And he's like kind of thinking twice. So that's why he was thinking about it. Yeah, that's why he was thinking about it. Because every, if everyone's dying from AIDS, like maybe like you should get tested because everyone else needs to be tested because everyone's pretty much dying. So honestly, it's he's probably like god i don't want to i don't want i don't even want to think about it but like it's out of the corner of his eye always there you know yeah the looming threat now we have to leave joe behind because we have to get back in time for the town hall meeting um and he's not there when they they think that he's like somewhere making out with the guy he was making out with last night because he's like i wouldn't waste any time feeling sorry for him he was making out with someone he's fine but no he's not he's trapped in hell probably at the moment yeah, well, we do see, if, I don't know if it's next or eventually, like, we, mm. we don't really see it, but we kind of see a pan shot of, like, his dad yeah. yelling at him, his mother crying, and just, like, kind of knowing what's going on. It's not Yeah, good. I don't remember what time we see that, but we do see that. And when we cut back to the village, we see the sign that bitch someone put up that says, Union meeting, ugly bitch, bitch with the ugly haircut. It says, union meeting Sunday at 3. However, the 3 has been crossed out and said, brought 4 to 12 p.m. Fucking bitch. This was horrible. I knew it was coming, too. I was like, this is what's going to happen. Now we see the the pan shot of um, Joe getting yelled at by his father. God. And it's just fucking sad. Also, aside, no, I thought these were bongs when I first saw them. I'm pretty, I think they're just vase. Probably, yeah. I don't think they would have bongs in Joe's I don't think they house. would, but it, I swear it looked like <laughs> His mom basically is like, I know you think you know what you want, but you're so young, and that's why the law's there to protect you. I'm like, yeah, but, like, think about it. Like, just because you're, like, okay, say we go back to, like, how, if there was, like, a law now that had this, like, if you're 20, and you're going to be 21 in a couple months, like, how am I not old enough to make this decision? Like, yeah, like at this point, he's like has like a few months left. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, I don't not for not much is probably gonna change. So, honestly, like it pisses me the fuck off. I'm also wondering something about the mom here. When I first watched it, is that she says I didn't know who I was at your age. Like, it's it's honestly it's such a terrible life. Like I'm like. What do you mean you didn't know who you were at his age? Like, she's she's saying it's lonely, it's this. Like, maybe maybe she had like moments where she questioned herself earlier, but like her maybe. it was. I wonder that every time I watch it. I just saw it as like her saying like, "Oh yeah, it's a lonely life" because she like knows how their 
they get treated. Like, she knows yeah, how that, that is. And, like, oh, I know why would that my, at your age either, mainly because, like, I mean, in fairness, when you're at that age, you don't really know who you are. I still don't fucking know who I am. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who the fuck I am either. So it's like, you still don't really know, but like, also it's like, so I thought, I just saw the there general method to like, keeping especially seeing her later too and how she acts later, like. Exactly. Like, because at first I thought she knew that he was gay or something and like, but then like slow, I'm like, no, no, she doesn't. Oh, she's no, not even no, taking no. this well. Never mind, that lied. This is, she's not taking this well at all. No. So and every time I, I watch this too, I'm like, I think, I think about her saying like, "Oh, but it's so lonely. You're gonna have a horrible time. It's terrible." It's like, have you seen him the last couple months? He's been he has he's had more smiles. No, but whenever he comes in the house, yeah, he's been smiling more. He said he had the best time of his life at that catering place, like catering college. Like he he's smiled more probably than he has in his entire life, and you're not seeing it because mm-hmm. all you're seeing is like the information that you just got. Like your child's happy. Let him be happy. Yeah. Now we come to the meeting. And everyone's kind of a dick to Cliff. And they're like, ooh, read us a poem, Cliff. Every time he tries to talk. Because he likes poetry. So fucking what? <laughs> yeah, he likes poetry. Poetry's great. Wait, that is that what? I thought it was because he's like supporting the LGSM. Helping well, that too, but like okay. they, really he also likes point. poetry and it's kind of well known throughout the village or something like that. And they're like, so, and they know that. So they're trying to like tease him and taunt him or something because he's supporting the LGSM. Oh. They're trying to find something to get to him, I guess. And what I really like is Sean's husband stands up and is like, he tries. He tries. He's like, this meeting was brought forward unlawfully. And I also want to say, most of the people here aren't even from this village. Yeah. <laughs> like, that should not contribute to the vote at all if you're not from the village. If you haven't seen firsthand what these people have been doing for this village, you should not get a vote. Yeah. It pisses me off to even think about it. And he does try. He, But they they all immediately like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, let's bring it to a vote. So like, they don't take him seriously at all. They don't no. take any of them seriously. And right as the van pulls up, everyone is leaving the town hall. The meeting is over. And they're like, what the fuck? You, you told Gwen us three o'clock. <laughs> Gwen, watch the gays. Gwen, watch the gays. I thought it was so funny. Gwen, look after the gays. And she goes, right ho. <laughs> so freaking cute. I love that. But yeah, they enter. They're like, what the fuck? You told us three o'clock. And she's like, oh, we had to change it. And she's like, you didn't tell me any of that. You didn't tell any of us that you changed any of that. Like, this is completely invalid. And... She's like, oh, sometimes people have to change things. Oh, well. And she also brings up the fact, like, oh, these, the trouble with these people, they jump on the ba- bandwagon. They only help us because they want to push their own agenda. It's like, or they can push their own agenda while they help you. Like, they don't have, it doesn't have to be either or. Mm-hmm. Like, if you sh- show who you are in yourself, like whether you're gay or lesbian or, or trans or either or. Um, while helping people, that doesn't mean you're only serving your own purpose. You're also helping other people. Yeah, and this this bitch does not seem to see, to see that. <laughs> She's trying to pull out any possible like negative things she could find about them. Yeah, to like discount them, but no, it's fucking stupid. And she also says this thing. She's like, "Oh, it's they're they're only pushing their own agenda." We've we've seen articles. I mean, and I'm like, that's very much the equivalent of I read it on the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> yeah, like girl, like don't think you everything that you read is the is 
fucking gospel. It's from the tabloids. Obviously, it's not going to be fucking true. Yeah. And basically, Havina goes to attack her as well. She oh says, my, she better funny. shut her mouth or I'm going to do it permanently. <laughs> I love, I love. Get that bitch with the ugly haircut. <laughs> so the vote is that they won't be accepting their support anymore mm-hmm. after everything. And Sean's like, oh, yeah. That reminds me. And she dumps the entire bucket of like thousands of dollars just on the table. And they're like, Christ, what the fuck? And she's like, These, this is courtesy of those people and their agenda that you so speak of. They've raised all this money just for us. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're saying they're not allowed to help us anymore. Fuck, fuck all yeah. And she does say to her husband, I don't suppose you opened your mouth, did well, you? Well, like, I know. I'm like, he tried. Like, he absolutely tried. He did. She was upset, and she just remembered when he was, like, in the past. I, I, I felt bad for the husband. That but I was like, oh, no, but he did. He did try. Mm. <laughs> I swear he tried. There's a moment with him later that I really love. It's probably one of my favorite moments. I think I know what you're talking well. about, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. I mean, there are two things that you could be talking about, but I, I think I know which one. And now Cliff is telling off bitch with the ugly haircut. Yeah, yeah. and he says, "My, if you think my brother would have wa- this is what my brother would have wanted, you're wrong. I'm like, how fucking yeah, you're wrong. Like, honestly, I believe Cliff. I think he knew his brother way better than you did if you're acting like this. Yeah, I agree. And he's, uh, we see Mark talking to Di and he says, we've come here to help you win. And if we're not helping, then we have to go. I appreciate that that he's kind of looking at it from that distance. So he's not like, no, we have to stay. We have to help. We have to stay. And he's, he's just like, if we're not helping, then we have to leave. Like, if you don't want us here, if, if this is just what's happening, then we should go. Yeah. Even though, you know, that's not the reason. Mm-hmm. And I really like afterwards, like, I gives him a hug and he says, take my advice. Don't give it all to the fight. Like, leave, leave some room for, you know, for fun and for you to be you. Like, it's, I, I love that quote. Yeah. Save some for home. There's more to life than the fight. We have Gwen saying she's going to extend her repertoire. She's going to be the vegan Delia Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Go Gwen. Yes. Now we have we have had a very big change in in character as well with Gethin, who we see um, in the bookshop saying, no, fuck it. They can't stop me from collecting money. And he grabs Mm. a bucket and he walks outside and I'm like, look at him. Beforehand, he was like, um, you can use our bookstore. It's okay. But like, now he's just like, no, fuck it. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to collect money. <laughs> yeah. but we. I like to see the enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah but that but... doesn't go so well. No, it doesn't. Because, and go back to an earlier scene that we may have skipped over where um, Steph says like, hey, you don't collect alone or whatever. I think she's only probably Exactly. She said nobody collects alone. No one collects alone. And then getting collects alone. Yeah. And gets beaten up. He gets beaten up. So. so. That's why you don't collect alone. That's why we don't collect alone. It's like when <laughs> I did have the rule for drama. Like you always had to have someone with you. Absolutely. For safety. There is a part in this little scene where they say, um, the one guy says, Somebody tell lesbians somebody better tell lesbians against pit closures. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but there's a part in here that I did not even notice until my mom noticed it when we were watching it yesterday. She's like, I'd never even noticed, but my eyes drifted to uh, his boyfriend off to the side who's sitting there drinking tea. And after he says, somebody better tell us means he gets pitch closure, he looks up and he goes, <laughs> like, not the time. <laughs> so funny. She's like, no, just not, not the time. Not the time. But so I thought that was pretty funny. I've never noticed that. And 
then we see Mark storming out. He's like, we're done. And, and Mike's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, aren't we going to go do something else next? He's like, no, we're not paying attention. We lost. We're, we've been stopped from giving the money. We're done. And which is a very big change in him. So obviously something's eating at him and we know what. And he basically just is like, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. You got to, you know, do your own shit for once instead of following me. So he kind of lashes out. Yeah. At, at Mike because he's upset and as we do see Gethin is collecting alone someone yells at him saying he should be thinking about the gay people and not the minors and someone approaches him like I just want to talk to you what, what what's up come on can we just can I just can I just talk to you and then it kind of like the music you can tell like something's off yeah it, it cuts away but we know cuts. kind of where it goes yeah it cuts away and then we see Steph asking for Joe at his house and is like, is, is Joe there? I wanted to tell him that his friend's in hospital. And um, I wanted to just see how he was doing. And she's like, oh, he's not here. But I'll, I'll, I'll tell him. He's sorry. But I'll tell him. And shuts the door. And when Joe asks who that was, she was like, oh, that's just Tina. She wants a lift in the morning. Like, no. Yeah. He's, he's basically like a prisoner in his own house right now. Yeah. And we get to this great scene where making bread for the, uh, for the miners. Mm. And... Cliff basically just comes out to uh, to Avena, says, I'm gay. She's like, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, sounds like 67 or something. I know, yeah. I think it was like 1968 or something like yeah. that. She's like, oh, I'm speaking for myself since about 1968. Because he's like, oh, since the gays arrived. And she's like, no, no, 1968. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. <sighs> and then they just go back to cutting bread and, yeah. and making bread. It's not like a huge thing as well. It's just like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> And so I like that he got to do that because you could tell he probably has not told a soul oh, yeah, in his no. whole life. So I'm glad he got that moment. And next we see Havina in the van, courtesy of our gay friends down in London. They got yeah. us a new van. And on the side it says, courtesy of lesbians and gays support the minors. <laughs> Fantastic. So obviously, at least one of the brothers um, of, you know, uh, bitch with the ugly haircut. Um, is like, I'm not getting in that. That's not happening. And yeah. she's like, oh, then I guess you're going to either stay here or walk. <laughs> so, Because yep. if you don't want to get in, I'm not driving you. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone does end up getting in. And we see this man notice the van as they're driving there. And he's like, so oh, are you? What? Why? <laughs> it, was, it was so random. Like, I'm like. Well, he's like, he sees the sign. That says lesbians yeah. and gay men support the minors on the side of the van. And he's like, oh, are you a lesbian then? And she's like, that's right. We're just heading down to the, to the city for a massive les-off. <laughs> and, and kind of, honestly, and you see one of the brothers in the back start to giggle. Laughs, yeah. One of them is like yeah. laughing. He's loosening up. He's kind of getting there. We're getting there. Slowly yeah. but surely. One of them. One of them so far. Hopefully by the end we'll have two. We'll see. I don't, I'm pretty sure we do have two. How's the other one, right? I think it's two. I think it's both of them. I think it's both of them. I'm pretty sure it is both of them. Is it both of them? Oh, you're just taking pictures. So you yeah, I'm taking a picture of both of them so that I actually have frame of reference. Because for the life of me, I just can't yeah. point between the two. So we get, then get to Monday, March 4th, 1985. 
says the news reader on the TV is saying Britain's longest running national strike is over. So the miners' strike is over. Yes. They've all voted to go back to work even though they have not been able to get the demands that they were looking for, at least all the demands. I'm not mm. sure otherwise, but they have not, they've pretty much lost. And obviously Joe sees this on the TV and he's very upset about it. He's like, shit, like this is not what we were looking for. And you can hear as he's rushing out, his mom is like, oh, did you see the news? Thank God for that. His mom is like saying, oh, thank goodness. But obviously as someone who's invested now, Joe's like, no, not thank God. Um, This is horrible. I have to go make sure they're okay. Yeah. There's a bug outside my window. <laughs> there's bugs in your house. Yeah, there's <laughs> bugs literally in my garage. I, I, I got rid of it, though, so I haven't seen any since. We're good. I think it was just the one. He was just getting everywhere. Yeah. So we see all of the miners walking in solidarity with each other to work. Their wives and children are standing outside holding signs and saying and clapping and saying, good job, you did really well for a year. Um, trying your best to get better conditions, but if it has to be done, it has to be done. Instruments are playing and everything. And when Joe shows up, this is my favorite moment with um Sean's husband. Oh yeah, this is one of my. This is probably my favorite moment of the movie. Yeah, this is sweet. And he, he sees him, and the second he sees him, is he walks up to him and he, and he hugs him, which is so different from how he was at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he's just like, oh, thank God, a familiar, friendly face. I and I, I'm slow. <laughs> I cry every time. <laughs> I really do. And off in the distance, we see Mark. So Mark has shown up to see the miners as well as they go off to work. And he doesn't look like he's been having a great time. He's got his hood up. He looks a bit dark. Like it's, He doesn't look like he's having the greatest time right now. Mm. And Joe's like, there you are. Where have you been? I've been on house arrest. I've been trying to ring Steph and she, she won't pick up. And... He was like, I, I I basically did leave home. I, I literally left in the middle of the night and didn't even tell him I was going. And he said, that's not run, that's not leaving. That's running away. You need to leave. Like, you need to be like, hi, I'm not coming back. And you need to walk out the house. Otherwise, it's running away, which I do see. And Mark is saying, life is short. You got to do that because life is really short. And he keeps repeating that. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is not good. Like, yeah. He's like, really? <sighs> Looking back on it, I did not put this together. So I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, now you now see all the little things that contribute to it. Yeah. This is all it the, that's why one of the reasons I like this movie is it happens during the AIDS epidemic, but it's not about AIDS. But you do because it was such a significant point in everyone's life, it's sprinkled throughout the movie. So there are little instances where someone will say something and you'll go, "Oh, I know what they're talking about there." Yeah. And it's kind of this underlying note of the movie. It's always there. Yeah. He also gives him a little button that says, I am discreetly gay. Mm. All right. And then we drive back to London. And now that we know Gethin's in the hospital, Joe goes to visit him with Sean. And he's doing all right better. He He's doing much better. He's got some cuts and bruises on his face, apparently. But he was worse, apparently. So it's good to see him doing better. And Jonathan goes out to change his flowers. And Gethin lets Sean know that he has HIV. He has AIDS. So... He needs to be looked after, even though he's the one in the hospital. And also his mom shows up. Yeah. So that's nice. So we do see that that did go well. <laughs> and um, his mom's back in his life and she's coming to see him at the hospital. So that's good for Gethin. 
And so then we see Jonathan and Sean talking and he's telling her about his diagnosis, about AIDS and everything. And apparently when it first started, they were giving out all these numbers depending on when you were diagnosed. Yeah. And he got number two. So he was very early. Very early on diagnosed with AIDS. He was the second person to be diagnosed in the UK. And he's still alive, which is great. Um, he said he thinks the weed is what's keeping him alive. Yes, bitch. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and he said, so, so what are you going to do now after this? And she said, well, I'm a wife and a mother. I, I, my life goes back to normal. He said it shouldn't. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you've been helping us as much as we've been helping you. And I think you could do really well, like, you know, speaking to people. You have a fantastic mind. You could do so much with it. And... She takes that advice as we see later on in the movie, which is great. Yeah. And then we see Joe go back home so he can leave. <laughs> yes, he goes back We're home. Leave. <laughs> he leave to leave. To leave. Go back home to leave. So he shows up at the house with the van. <laughs> yes, with the van. With the van. At, this is during the christening or whatever. During the christening. Wonderful yeah. timing here. We also see. Just in this one sentence, we kind of see how much he changes as well. Because he's very withdrawn at the beginning of the movie. He's very quiet. Mm. And then as they pull up to the thing, you just hear him go, oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's very different from how he was at the beginning of the movie. All right. He goes into the house. And after he goes into the house, we see his mom come around the side. And Sean is so nice. She's like, oh, hi. You must be Joe's mom. She's such a sweetheart. And his mom's freaking out. Like, can you please remove your van from my property? Like flipping out she's having a full-on like yeah she's freaking out she's freaking out and uh sean says i really hope you appreciate him because there's a whole village back in wales that thinks he's a hero yeah i love that she said that because i'm like how could you like how could you honestly look at your son and go oh you're a deviant or you're i don't accept you i don't like you what i don't like this about you whatever when he's a hero somewhere else it's Mm. just so interesting to me like, how can you look at that and say, that doesn't matter. This is what matters. Like, what? It's yeah. shocking to me. Joe comes down with his suitcase and his bags. And uh, yeah, this was the part where it was his husband or husband, his his sister's husband. Um, he was like, are you going to say something to your sister or something like that? So that's how we find out that's his sister, I guess. Mm. And um, he's like, no, I've got something to say to you, Darren. You're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> he's a dick. And he also says to his sister, also, that tight perm never suit you. Ever. Yep. <laughs> so funny. Fucking love it. And then he walks off. And I do appreciate that he does say to his mom, I hope you can one day be friends again, mom. Yeah. Because he probably saw what happened what with Gethin. Gethin. Yeah. He probably saw what happened with Gethin and was like, you know, it's possible we could be friends again. Just, I hope we can. But I need to leave right now yep. for my well-being so good on you for leaving joe his dad does call after him but you can tell it's more like i i find it very interesting the way the dad is reacting to this it's very much like he doesn't want him to go like he's sad to it's see it's not him mad go. like he's not like it's yelling not mad. And like, get your ass back here it's kind of like yeah please come back please come back like it's kind of sad the way he's saying it but this is what had to happen yep and he arrives at the bar, and I really love this, like, this juxtaposition that we see between him and this just little kid. This, this Not little kid, but this very young adult 
sitting at, at a table by himself with a beer, kind of just like looking mm. around like this, very nervous. And he looks at him like, that was me a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. And now look, look at me now. And he also sees Steph sitting at a table. So we go and join Steph for a drink. I'm so happy. I really love their friendship. I like they watching are, it. Yeah, they, they do the have movie. like the best friendship. They have the best friendship. They're just always chatting with each other and having a wonderful time. I think they're great friends. And he's staying at her house, presumably, because they're both in bed. So he probably is going to be staying there for the time being, maybe until he finds his own place. I do not know. But for mm. now, he's here. <laughs> she says, "She says if we were normal, this is when we'd kiss. I know, yeah. <laughs> and they both break out into a fit of giggles. I love them. Yeah. And they hold hands as they're laying there. And I just, I love that moment because it's just a moment of like, just pure humanity and connection, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, he's trying to get Mike's attention so he can apologize for his outburst before. Mm -hmm. I behaved like a prick before. And Mike's just like, I don't give a fuck. Just get up here and say something. We're fine. <laughs> They've been like best friends yeah. for a while, I think. I'm not sure how long. I have to triple check that. But it's also Joe's birthday since we've come a year round again. And he gives him a birthday present. It's the pin that says 21 today. And he's written legal right under 20. So, yeah. Or 21. So, exciting. He's legal. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> Go off, Brumley. <laughs> and he says, just for future reference, my name is Joe. <laughs> he's like, he's like, for the love of God, <laughs> my name is not Brumley. <laughs> Are they it's still Joe. calling Brumley? They do. They start chanting like, you tell him, Bromley, let's go! Bromley, Bromley. Bromley, Bromley. <laughs> so good. So now we are at the march, and we're unfurling the um, our big banner that says lesbians and gays support the minors, and the police are kind of cackling at them like, didn't you hear? They lost. Um, fun historical fact. Uh, time, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the banner that says lesbians and gays support the minors that banner is currently, where is it? It is still available to be viewed by the public, I believe. It is now in the People's, Mis People's History Museum in Manchester. So you can go oh. see it in Manchester if you're in Manchester. Uh, my cousins live like an hour or so away from Manchester, so I kind of want to go see that as well. I want to go like a like a tour of home. <laughs> but um, also a fun little thing is... Mark actually made the banner and painted the words to Solidarity Forever on the reverse side of the banner. So it looks like this in the front, which we've seen. Uh -huh. And then on the back, it has the lyrics to Solid Solidarity uh -huh. Forever on it. So it has the police on the back and Margaret Thatcher, both being dicks. <laughs> and uh, so fun history fact about the banner. It is still available to, to view if you want to view it. So apparently... We've heard from the organizers of the march that there are to be no banners and no politics because it's supposed to be a joyful tone this year. We're mm -hmm. supposed to be having fun this year. So there's going to be no politics. And he's like, um, no, because like we were very, the, our thing was like a really big thing this year. And I feel like we should be marching with our, we, we should be allowed to march with our banner. What the fuck? Yeah. And he keeps saying, he keeps saying no, but Bromley comes out with a whole ass speech, very confident. He's like, yeah. he's like, why on earth are we doing it? Whether we march with banners or without, we have to march together. That's the whole thing has been about since the beginning. Yeah. Well done to him. He has like grown that. so much. Yeah. So much. And as he's doing his whole speech, 
who pulls up in the fancy red van? <laughs> it's the ladies. It's the ladies. And everyone else, too. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> yeah, a couple other people, too. But, like, I like the ladies honking the horns. Like, let's go. And possibly my favorite quote from this movie and my mom's favorite quote from this movie that we literally quote all the time. We'll be like in the supermarket and we'll just be walking around and suddenly we'll go, where are my lesbians? (laughs) 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 Just out of nowhere. It's like our favorite quote from the movie. And oh no, I fucking love this quote. Gwen comes out the van with her Tupperware of food that she's made. Vegetarian or vegan food. Vegan food. Yes. Vegan food. And they all the the two the couple that's together come running up to her and she's like, "Oh, my lesbian!" <laughs> so freaking cute. I love this woman. I love this woman so much. Yeah, she says in the in the top board, "These are all cucumber, no butter. It's it's good for everyone." <laughs> yeah. Well done, Gwen. Well done. The boys show up as well. We love a march. They said everyone shows up. It's great. And he says the guy comes along he's like you're gonna have to march at the front and they're like what we're not losing our banners what are you talking about and he's like there's too many of you he's like what does he what does he mean too many of us and he's like i think he means them and they turn around and there's buses upon buses upon buses of miners yeah that have shown up to support them oh i cried i cried i cry every time um <laughs> just more than even just the village they helped just a bunch of miners yeah. showed up to help and to march with them was just beautiful and okay we've reached the person let's see where's my photo it's one of them is it only one of them it's not but it's no it's just it's just one of them it's the other one that was sitting next to him while he that guy was giggling mm. and still looking pissed he's not there oh uh, so he didn't go no doesn't look like it yeah so he didn't go so i guess there's two people that suck yeah and uh his brother and his mom. Yep. <laughs> but he comes up and he starts shaking hand with a bunch of people, including like could be a trans person that he shakes hand with. It's it's someone that's dressed in feminine clothing. Uh, he just starts shaking hands with everyone. Love that. Fantastic. Love to see it. Of course, obviously, bare minimum, but that's what they needed back then. We needed, you know, at least at least a bare minimum. Yeah. And Cliff is giving an interview with someone from television she said you must have thought it weird like a load of gays and lesbians descending on you like that he's like why on earth would we have found that weird yeah (laughs) what (laughs) i i I fucking love this movie i fucking love this movie i need i need like everyone in the world to watch this movie just it's it's my favorite feel-good movie to watch we see all the banners for all the different mining communities Mm -hmm. popping up so many i think it look if it's just those banners that popped up there's four communities there yeah We've got Steph with the uh, sign that says "Screw you, Thatcher" on it, <laughs> and Bromley this time is happily holding up the sign, yeah. <laughs> like just all confident, like holding it up. And Mike's like, "Are you not worried about being too visible this time?" <laughs> Shut up and march, he says. Shut up and march. Yep. And then we get some information here at the end while everyone's marching. Yeah. It's on June twenty ninth, nineteen eighty five. London's Gay Pride March was led by Welsh miners in a show of solidarity for the LGSM's support during the strike. I like also like during this that Cliff sees a banner that says gay poetry. And because he likes poetry, yeah. he was like, he's like, oh, maybe I can find a community here that I can share poetry with. So I like that he's starting to find a community that he can go to. 
All right. We have Sean James enrolled at Swansea University and graduated with a degree from the Welsh Language Department. Yes, she did. In 2005, she was elected member of Parliament for Swansea East, the first woman ever to serve that constituency. Sick. Awesome. Fucking love it. Good for her. (laughs) Jonathan Blake was one of the first people to be diagnosed HIV positive in the UK. And he recently, it says here, he recently celebrated his 65th birthday. I checked. I checked in. He has now recently celebrated his 73rd birthday. So he is still alive. I was going to ask, is he still alive? And yeah, wow. He is. He's still alive. And he uh, is still an activist as well. He has a Twitter. (laughs) Posting all sorts of activist shit. Love to see it. Mark Ashton continued to fight for political and civil rights causes. See, he died on February 11th, 1987, just days after his diagnosis with AIDS. So he didn't get diagnosed until uh, February, two years from this. Um, And then he died just a couple days after, and he was 26. Yeah. So that's honestly, I fucking cry in shame when I think about it because, like, he's, if he just did this when he was like, 24 and this was such an important piece of like queer history that not a lot of people touch on and he helped with like a bunch of other people to create this great movement great piece of history when he was just 24 yeah 23 23 24 and think of what else he could have done and he couldn't because he died he was 26 it's such a shame i always think about what he could have done and and it's all just gone now it's so upset about it (laughs) that is a horrible hard time for people we have a year after the strike ended a motion was tabled at the labor party conference to enshrine gay and lesbian rights into the party's manifesto although the motion had been raised before this time it was passed this was due in part to a block vote of total approval from one key union the national union of mine workers yes you help me i help you you support me i support you that's what I love about life. That's what I, I think people need more of that these days. It's like, you support me, I support you. Like, yeah. let's just support each other. Why the fuck not? We're all humans. We're all trudging through this weird, horrible life that, that we don't know what the fuck we're doing with. Mm-hmm. Why not just support each other? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So, as long as you're not trudging on my rights, like, just support support each other. Yeah. Who a fuck? But that is the end of the movie. My last piece of historical... Oh, more. Data. Okay is obviously i said before the gaze the word bookshop is still there mm-hmm. in london and right above the sign for gaze the word right above the door there's a sign right here that says mark, a- oh. mark they've put that up there for him it says lesbian gay support the minors mark ashton 1960 to 1987 political and community activist lgsm met at the gaze the word bookshop on this site in 1984 and 1985 no. so very cool. Um, I like that they put that there for him as well. Another small thing that I found was that, let's see, there were 11 LGSM groups in the end. There were like some across the whole like um, country. There was oh, one wow. in Manchester, one probably in Wales. Like there was a bunch all over. It wasn't just the one. So mm-hmm. very cool little piece of historical media there. Yeah. Uh, that was pride. Oh. Happy pride, everyone. 
I love this movie. Um, I love this story. It makes me believe in humanity again. Whenever I'm having a really rough time and I like fucking hate the world, mm. I'll watch this movie and I'll be like, oh, okay, the world's not so bad. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no. How'd you like it? Yeah, I, overall, I, re- I did enjoy it. I thought it was really fun. Um, really interesting at points. And, yeah. Mm. It's weird. definitely a story that not a lot of people, I feel like, know about. I feel like more people could stand to know about it. Because, like, a, a lot of parts of queer history are talked about. But I feel like this is one I'd never heard about until I just randomly watched this movie. Yeah. And this, I it was, like, a random thing that I watched this movie. I think years ago, I, like, found the trailer. Or the trailer was suggested to me or something. Because I'd been watching, like, a shit ton of trailers mm-hmm. or something on YouTube. And it was like, try this. And I was like, oh, okay. I like Pride. And I watched it. I was like. I need to watch this. And so now it's one of my favorite movies. So it's, I feel like not a lot of people know about it. Yeah. And more people should. So everyone, go watch Pride 2014. Well, hopefully we already watched it if you're great. listening to this. Yes. You're a bit just spoiled the entire fucking thing for them. You, we have just spoiled the entire <laughs> thing for you if you've listened to this entire thing. But still, yeah. go watch it. <laughs> recommend to a friend a great then, film. if you've already seen that. Yes. Recommend yes. it to a friend. Tell your friends. Tell everyone. This is a great movie. Yeah. So, so, I believe that's it for that is it. Pride, because there's no sequel or anything, I don't think. No, because it's, a, it's just a true yeah, story. Yeah, it's a true story based off a real movie. Um, but yeah, I think next week we will be back with our regular schedule programming, I think. We'll be back. Yeah, would that be it? Yeah, I, I believe so. so. That sounds about right. So yeah. If not, so, you, oops, you'll hear from us at some point. Yeah, but I'm so pretty sure that's We'll be back talking. with Cutie Pie and Scum Season 4. Yeah. Yeah. And if y'all remember from the promo vibes, it's going to be a hot damn kind of Monday. Oh, I forgot. That was... (laughs) You're welcome. I just reminded you. (laughs) (laughs) I completely forgot. Oh, yeah. And weird stuff with the dog. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I think it's in that episode. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, we will see you all next week. See you then. Bye, everyone. Bye.